Jenny, thanks for coming out. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm yes. excited to do this. First time I got a co-host in. Yeah. And let the people know a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, my name's Jenny. Um, I'm a writer and editor. Um, I write and edit about food, but I'm really curious to learn about podcasts, and I'm super psyched to be here and to talk with people yeah. and meet so many new podcasters. I'm right? excited to have you in here, too, because uh, mm. unlike myself here, you are a real journalist, ah. and I'm just like a bum they pulled off the street, and they're like, oh, you seem pretty interesting and wacky, and here's <laughs> have a show, dude, no, and it is what it is. But uh, yeah, today uh, we've, I don't even know how to explain today. So we're having a podcast meetup and I know Jenny uses a very interesting podcast too. So I thought it'd be perfect to invite you. And then it spiraled in my brain to uh, actually do a show around this little meetup. Mm -hmm. And throughout the episode, people are going to just hear little mini interviews of other people doing podcasts Mm -hmm. and these are like people I barely even know. So it's going to be kind of fun and we're going to be able to pick their brains. And like, I know there's a couple people out there and they do shows, but I don't know what their show is about. So we're just going to see what they do and why they do it. (laughs) I'm really excited. Like there's, yeah, like I said, like you said, there's so many people here who I've never met before. So this is going to be really fun just to like, Meet them for the first time. Ask them random questions. Yeah, yeah. And you're like the perfect personality to have this dude. Oh, it's like <laughs> I even remember like we were at a party and like I, I kind of don't like whore my show out too much. But uh, <laughs> I mentioned I had a show and you were just so curious and yeah. like I'm asking me so many questions. I'm like, yeah. oh, nobody really like asked me this. Oh, like, that's uh, too bad. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. And I know you're going to like rock today and there's nice. no pressure at all. And uh, for people who are fans of my older episodes and are like uh why don't you uh, drink as much anymore well to let you know like i started drinking early today so those fans will be like satisfied <laughs> i'm actually i'm gonna i'm actually gonna try to behave but who, who knows the night's still young the light the sun is out and yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything else you want to say before we go in this and do the gauntlet of the podcast orgy or the podception or whatever the fuck this is no i'm just excited this will be really fun so yeah All right, (laughs) hit the theme music, yeah! Yeah. Live from Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. So we have our first guest uh, slash victim. Or <laughs> welcome to the interrogation room. This is the Podception, the Pod Orgy, the Pod Illuminati meeting. Whatever this is going well, on. Well, if I'm going to be interrogated here, it's a nice room for it to happen. Yeah, yeah. We like to get you comfy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super comfy. I mean, there's beer here. Who can be worried about an interrogation room? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Good point. Yeah. So I literally just met you like five seconds ago. Can you tell the people what your name is? And yeah, my name's Scott Thrower. Uh, I'm a podcaster from Toronto who works on fairy tales for unwanted children that's kind of amazing (laughs) it's a great title i came up with the title first and then i was like i have to build a show around this because (laughs) i loved the title so much and strangely the url unwantedchildren.ca was available who knew oh Oh, really grabbed that up yeah pure luck yeah kismet (laughs) i was gonna say kismet (laughs) that's insane so like 
you you came up with this title and then everything kind of built around it like how what was your first thing did you just like write it start writing on a piece of paper or? well the very first thing was i listened to the soundtrack to into the woods which i had oh, never heard okay uh i'm a little late in life for a gay man to have heard into the woods for the very first time <laughs> uh but that started making me think about fairy tales and yeah. then the, the the title was right there and wow. once the title was there it was like okay this has to be this has to be a show yeah. and since i was a creative writing major back in university oh. and haven't written a word since Whoa. i was like i want on a writing challenge so every week I have to come up with a, with a fairy tale that's under 10 minutes and usually pretty dark in nature mm. I love it so that goes back to the roots of fairy tales then oh very much yes. so because Grimm's fairy tales they were dark mm-hmm. I mean uh, people were getting killed there was incest there were uh, there was sex outside of marriage it was crazy yeah for the time it was yeah. crazy and we kind of got away with that beca- away from that because Disney went all like hey everything's nice everything's friendly and yeah that's no. not what fairy tales yeah. are yeah. So just to clarify, these are for kids or not for kids? These are not for kids. Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe start around 12 and up uh, because things yeah. get a little dark, a little bit of existential crisis. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's there's death. There's uh, one of the most popular ones is called The Bones in the Garden, mm-hmm. where a girl makes friends with bones she finds at the bottom of the garden, bones oh, wow. of a human being wow. that she finds in a hole at the bottom of the garden. Yeah. And the story just goes from there. Where do you get your inspiration from? Like Random places. Like yeah. the, uh, the one that I just wrote for Tuesday. I mm-hmm. just wrote it a couple of hours ago. Mm-hmm. And it came from an idea. I just heard one line in someone else's podcast mm-hmm. and it just triggered something. Yeah. Uh, and it started making me think about deals that women would make in fairy tales. Like, I will give you my firstborn in exchange oh, yeah. for this and other things. And from there, a story just emerged. Whoa. Yeah. I'm so fucking intrigued right yeah. now. <laughs> Even it's kind of weird that you just mentioned this too because uh my buddy out here uh he came just because he's interested in podcasts. But the other day he was telling me about the original Cinderella and apparently to put her foot in the slipper, like they had to like cut off her heel or whatever. Well, the wicked stepsisters, they mm. wanted to fit into the slipper. Oh, so to okay. do that, one of them cut off her toes. Yeah. And oh she my fit God. into the slipper, but someone noticed the blood Whoa. because of course there would be blood. Yeah. So they tried the slipper on the other wicked stepsister Whoa. and it didn't fit so she cut off her heel so she could no longer walk Whoa. but she could fit into the shoe but again yeah. blood and pain yeah. kind of just tipped off the prince yeah so yeah it was it was dark yeah strangely like it's like such like a theme of like even like i was watching like a youtube video of some guy reading or reviewing the books of the old wizard of oz too yeah. and he's talking about like when you see the movie the tin man has the axe but he doesn't do shit with the axe yeah. but it, <laughs> it, it, why is he up but in the book, like he like beheads somebody, Whoa. and like, I'm like, this is crazy. So this is like kind of weird that you or cosmic that this yeah, has been a theme all week, and you came here, words. and yeah, yeah. I mean, if Disney's weakened things. Their <laughs> stories aren't as fascinating. They're having trouble even getting uh, boys refuse to show up to Disney movies these oh, days because uh, they just seem too girlish and too too restricted. Yeah, like Frozen, and so. girls like dark. <clears throat> I mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, put the darkness back in them and they're happy. They've even had to change some titles of the Disney movies because mm-hmm. they were like, boys are not going to show up to anything that has princess in the title. Yeah. So they start removing that. That's interesting. And, yeah. yeah, who cares? Boys and girls are going to show up. Just give them a little darkness, a yeah. little something that they find a little edgy. They'll yeah. love it. That's cool. Why did you decide to go with podcasting for like the, for, I guess, choose podcasting as the medium for these? Well, 
back in university, my focus was uh, writing plays. Yeah. And I won a couple of awards for that. But again, since university, I haven't written a damn thing. (laughs) Uh, So my mind has always written in a sort of vocal way. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it seemed like the natural place to go. And Mm -hmm. podcasting lets you get it out there quickly, which I love. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can go from writing to putting it on air within two days. That's my normal uh, turnaround because I I never seem to write before Sunday night. (laughs) Funny how that happens. Exactly. (laughs) And uh, I get the episode up for air uh, Tuesday. And it's something that you can do very immediately and get immediate feedback. Whereas Mm -hmm. with writing, you're spending years trying to get something published. Mm -hmm. It's a very slow process. It just doesn't have that... I mean, I'm an improv comedian. Okay. I, nice. I'm used to yeah. immediate feedback. Yeah. I, I don't have the ability to delay that sort of pleasure. Yeah. So uh, podcasting just seemed like the perfect way to do it. Yeah, it makes sense to me. That's great, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's worked so well. I'm getting amazing reviews. Yeah. Uh, the numbers are going up week after week. My last podcast, I went for a year on something that I wasn't as passionate about. Yeah. And it, it was pulling teeth to get listeners. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you're into podcasting and things aren't working out, just change the way you're doing it yeah. and find something that actually makes you passionate. And it'll work out for you. That sounds amazing. I'm glad you found like a, you found something you're super passionate about. And I'm really excited to listen to it. So am I. And so are my parents. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say. Um, yeah, just going through life and just... Yeah. Not really being passionate about something, not something you want to be doing in your 30s. No, no. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) That was super cool. And, like, uh, where can I listen to these? Uh, You can listen to this at Mm -hmm. unwantedchildren.ca. It's all over iTunes, Mm -hmm. uh, Pocket Casts, all of the apps are there. I'm going to be added to iHeartRadio sometime later this week, which is going to be amazing because I hear people get some decent numbers from there. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, unwantedchildren.ca. Cool. Nice, nice. And uh, do you have any, like, comedy stuff online or do you still do the improv? I do improv sometimes, uh, and I'm also part of a podcast that a friend of mine does called Caverns and Comedians, where he plays Dungeons and Dragons, uh, and it's... It's the weirdest Dungeons & Dragons podcast I know of. Uh, so if you want to check out Caverns & Comedians, I play a gnomish paladin who is extremely elderly yeah. and has no memory. He's got the memory of a goldfish. <laughs> so going through quests is very difficult for him. And he's also the randiest little creature you've ever met in your life. So uh, yeah, check out Caverns & Comedians and keep an ear out for Fook Wimbles. <laughs> Fucking dope. Well, yeah, thanks for coming in. And how do you... What do you think about like these podcast meetups? This is like the first one uh, we've done. And well, I think it's a great idea because we're we're getting ideas traveling back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's a different world when most podcasters are living online and trying to exchange information there, mm-hmm. and then it just ends up being podcasters marketing at each other yeah. constantly, and you're yeah. not actually getting ideas. You're just like throwing links at each other. It's not. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't feel as natural, right? No, it's it doesn't, not, and it doesn't spark creativity necessarily, right? Absolutely yeah. not. Whereas yeah. when you can see someone's face, see how they yeah. react. Act, uh, and actually get some wisdom from these people. Mm-hmm. I've already learned like three things that I'm going to be implementing later this week, nice. which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Awesome. Dope. <laughs> and anything else you want to say before we uh, close this little interview now? Unwantedchildren.ca. I'm just going to say that over <laughs> and over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
got curtains that are like 40% snowies reducing yeah. and I built my own like little soundproof panels and stuff nice. but there's still an echo oh. mm. and I think it, it might the be ceiling? the ceiling yeah. it's speckled I don't, are oh. we recording right now? yeah yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it, like it's all good I can cut this part too so, so it's all good but. yeah anyway I'm Actually, just kind of looking at the, <laughs> the structure of this yeah. room yeah yeah I wish I uh I knew more about soundproofing and stuff. Yeah. Literally, they just told me where the on button was it, <laughs> and, <they're> like, <laughs> and I come here on Sundays and I drink their beer and I uh, bring in weirdos. So to talk, talk to. towards this red thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this clown dick. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I want to thank you for putting together tonight, and you were very oh, actively well. <laughs> in like bringing all these podcasters together because. We all met like through podcast. Podcam. Yes, I yes. can't believe that there isn't a community in Toronto podcasters before this one. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. gir- there. I mean, there's Girth, mm-hmm. which I think is great. You you guys all kind of know each other. Yeah, we're but- still like in our own bubble. Like we don't mm-hmm. we didn't meet any other people right? outside yeah. of this. And then. Um, the pod camp thing came about and we all had an after party here and I remember you being like very active and like yo we We need to like make a Facebook group and like (laughs) I find like like the community kind of needs a person like yourself to kind of connect those type of pieces because I find (laughs) I find like us creatives we get like so scatterbrained or we get like tunnel into like what we're doing and even like just being out here and meeting other people doing other Mm -hmm. shows and just it's like friendly and not competitive like oh yeah i've got a lot of listening to do after this event i'm like oh you got that okay i'm gonna download that episode download that episode yeah 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 (laughs) so uh why don't you say your name and like your the name of your show and let the people know what's 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 up with that my name is dervila trainer uh it is spelled Dear Bahala, but it's pronounced Dervla, just to be clear. Yeah. Uh, Gaelic. Um, I have two podcasts. One is a music industry podcast where mm. I interview people behind the scenes. Nice. Um, next one coming up is with Drake's lawyer. Mm. Mm. You'd think so. Okay. But then there's all these confidentiality things, and he actually doesn't really talk about a lot of yeah, this, yeah. the good, juicy stuff. So it's like, damn it, but whatever. Um, yeah, there's some really good episodes. Like, you do get a lot of cool um, behind the scenes stories about artists that artists that you know but you've just you're like wow I didn't know that they did that or that's a really cool like uh, one guy he's a sound engineer mm-hmm. and he recorded Blue Rodeo and he said that they they wanted they were in the studio recording and it just sounded so forced it just wasn't sounding good so they went up to their cottage or getaway home or whatever mm-hmm. and they would they set up the recording equipment in the living room. So they all yeah. sat around on the couches. They did three takes. And if they didn't feel good about it, yeah. they go out, spend the rest of the day, relax, go in the pool, blah, blah, wow. blah. And yeah, he yeah. said, he goes, Sarah McLaughlin's in the kitchen singing vocals. <laughs> if you listen carefully in this one song, you can hear the refrigerator kicking in. Oh, wow. It's kind of cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. stories like that, you know? Yeah. yeah, it's alive, you know, the album instead of just like overproduced yeah, and like totally. compressed. and yeah, yeah, which seems to be everything nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other podcast is The Beanstalk. Mm-hmm. So it's... 
we're we're working on changing the timeline, or uh, the sorry, the tagline because uh, it's not relevant to the second season. But the first season was new ways every day to keep you winning at life. So it would be three to eight minute episodes every weekday. Mm-hmm. Myself, my friend Meg, and my friend Glenn, um, just like things to make you more efficient or live a more balanced life or be healthier or like we would bust a myth or talk about like to-do lists and how to be effective in your day-to-day or routine or why decision what decision fatigue is if you've ever heard of that Mm -hmm. Um, now next season which is what we're on is called Freestyle Fridays Mm -hmm. once a week we get in a call for like 40 minutes and we just talk about what we're working on and Mm -hmm. what's not working and why and we just break it down what's been the most like life-changing moment for you like what's something that's really like helped you in your day-to-day you know what I'm used to being the interviewer. Yeah, I yeah. hate when people ask me questions. No, I'm like, oh, shit, I, I, I know how that is. Right? I was like yeah. recently, uh, like on somebody else's show, and they're asking me about things. I was like, oh, I never thought about that. I just <laughs> do feel like you're kind of like yeah. me, where you just unconsciously like do your own show, and you're always thinking about, okay, how can I keep this combo going and interesting, yeah. and asking the other person questions. Yeah, yeah. like stay curious. Yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than rather than digging deep and down, like down yeah. inside yourself. It's yeah. more like, oh, okay, and how can I dig deeper into this? Yeah. Um, which that was a very good question for oh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, the biggest thing I've taken away from it, um, or just even something that's like helped you, or the like a, a, a yeah a tip for a life tip, a life hack. <laughs> okay. Um, Ooh, so many good ones. Um, okay, to-do lists. Uh, people always write to-do lists that are... To-do lists are my life. Every, I write everything down. Um, but, you, you know, you'll say, I got to get through this, but you might not finish everything in one day Mm -hmm. and then you might feel defeated or be like, oh, I'm not getting enough done. But a tip, sorry, I'm drinking cider. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I let them know at the beginning of this episode too (laughs) that I've been drinking as well. So (laughs) it's expected. Yeah, yeah. Big cheers. Cheers. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So to-do list. Oh, I didn't sip. (laughs) Bad luck, bad luck. No, no, no. The luck is good now. I sipped. Um, to-do list, write number each one. Okay. But first, put an approximate time beside how long each one's going to take. Because I would, I'd write out a to-do list, and then I put the time beside, and I'd add it up, and it's like 12 hours of work. Yeah. And then I was like, there's no way I'm going to get through this today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I'd rearrange. I'd be like, okay, I can do that tomorrow, that yeah. tomorrow. And then I've put it down to like eight hours or whatever, and then I get everything done, and I feel great. And I number it. I'll say, like, nice. I'm doing this first, this next, this next. Yeah, and it feels good to cross things off. Oh, yeah. so like, good. Oh. You know what? I draw little squares beside each one, and oh, I check, check the box. Oh, you do a check? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I oh, like yeah. just scratching it out. <laughs> <laughs> I think right? I have, like, inner demons. Yeah. Where it feels <laughs> so good. <laughs> I got this done. <laughs> um, How did you get started in podcasting? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go sad. nuts, Jenny. Yeah. You know what? That's actually what I've been asking everybody else. Oh. Too, because I'm curious as to why everybody else. So, I uh, I'm a voice actor. Um, I have kind of audio editing skills because of that. Uh, I became obsessed with Tim Ferriss. Do you know Tim Ferriss? Ah, uh, name sounds familiar. He, uh, he calls himself the human guinea pig, I think. Oh. Um, he wrote The 4-Hour Workweek, which oh, okay. uh, was okay. like a national bestseller. Yeah, yeah. He agrees himself that the title is kitschy, but he was like, <laughs> well, he got to sell books. Yeah. Um, so he 
interviews the highest performing people in whatever they do like um, bodybuilders or just really like intelligent people or like the best I don't know jujitsu person in the world or something and just like breaks down their habits Mm -hmm. and why they do so well and kind of he's comes to conclusions throughout um, all of the episodes kind of of recurring patterns of why what it is Um, one thing is uh, a lot of people meditate Mm, like he said about 90% of the people that he interviews they meditate every day Mm. anyway um I also was working in the music industry at that time and I started mentoring people who were trying to get in who didn't know how to kind of get on the business side so I was repeating myself I was like you could do this job or this because no one knows how the music industry works yeah no one knows even people in the music industry are like this place is fucked it's a jungle so one girl at my work I won't say any names but I had a friend in a country band and I said do you know any good country radio promoters and she said yeah KX or KX 96 or whatever and I was like no that's a radio station and she goes yeah radio radio promoter and I was like a radio promoter is not a radio station so I that exactly what you said like she works in the industry and she doesn't even know what everybody else does so I also had um, contact with, like, you know, the owners of radio stations, the heads of record labels, um, Drake's lawyer, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I had these contacts, and I was like, well, I love podcasts because I listen to them all the time. Mm-hmm. I know I love also just, like, meeting people and asking them questions. Yeah. I'm a naturally curious individual. <laughs> um, I think that's a key uh, characteristic that every podcaster really needs mm-hmm. um, and I just said alright so I the ones that I knew I called them up I'm like I'm starting a podcast Will you're you be gonna be on <laughs> yeah and they're like because it's you alright and yeah. then as I moved on, I leveraged their names mm-hmm. to get people that I didn't know as well. I was like, I've had these people on, and a few of them are like, you've had all them? Yeah, okay, I'll be on it. Nice. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. We are very like kindred spirits yeah. within the podcast realm because that was the same reason why I started like I was doing like all this video work not genre specific like mm-hmm. rap comedy heavy metal yeah. and I'm just getting all these contacts and I'm naturally curious yeah. and it just and I listened to podcasts and it made sense to like kind of take like my universe take advantage and, of everything you've got and yeah. again the first couple episodes like I was n- I didn't start off in the studio like uh, Sammy out there who runs Girth Radio mm-hmm. he met me and I was doing the show in a park with just this little like thing okay that what that's the zoom yeah that's the zoom I have had my eyes on that how is it it's wonderful like um especially I do videography work as well too so Mm. um what you can do is if you're at a live show you can plug it directly into a soundboard also if you're like out on the street you can just take a couple microphones and just plug it right into the zoom like say you're at a venue and the band only has like a certain amount of time and you can't get them to come back to your studio mm-hmm. you can just take this so it's like kind of like a swiss army knife of recording so those two little things at the top though those are mics right yes They're very so, directional though right very specific. you can actually change it oh you can change it yeah okay. so like right uh, now okay. i have it set on like there's wires going through it and into the soundboard mm-hmm. but um what i do for the intro of my show which i usually do from at home I uh, I set it to record out of here, and I just talk right into it, and ah. it 
So it's like, like do you I find said, the this, audio quality is good. Like, it, does it take out a lot of room noise? Um, people don't seem to notice like the difference between me speaking on this mic here yeah. and going through the recorder. So mm. I definitely recommend it, and it's like one of the cheaper ones too. And yeah. I don't think you need to buy like the fancier one. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Anybody uh, starting up podcasting, um, this is the Zoom H4n, and it's badass. Yeah. Or even like video work or voiceovers, it's perfect. Yeah, I know a few people that have used it, and I've always yeah. been curious about it. What so do you What you. do you use? Do you go through your computer? Uh, oh God, what do I use um, for voice acting? I use the Rode NT1A mic, um, but that usually just stays in my studio. Uh, oh, that was the biggest challenge of starting a podcast. Did you getting the audio quality right? Yeah, yeah. I had a a blue Yeti. Do you know? The oh Yeti? yeah, yeah. It looks like a little. There's there's a okay. snowball. Oh, okay. um, same brand though, oh, okay. um, but it looks like a little. Uh, what's the guy? Um, R2D2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, sure. That's yeah. yeah it. Yeah, it looks. It looks like it could be like a Star Wars a droid or, or like. Yeah. So there's like this space dildo with a bunch of like mics like going all around it, right? No. And you could put it in the center of a table. Or? Oh. Uh, I think there might be different types so, of so Yetis. Then. It has its own stand. Okay. And yeah. it does. It looks like R2, like the R2-D2 is the little like robot from... Yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks like just a metal version of that. Oh. Um, and it you can do it monodirectional, bidirectional, omni, oh, cool. whatever. And But it picks up a lot of room noise. And the problem was... Um, a lot of the people I interview, they're usually behind the scenes, so they don't know to kind of always stay in front of the mic. Yeah. So yeah. they'll they'll sit back and they'll be quieter. I'll be louder, or you know whatever. So then I move to. Uh, I, I've tried a lot. Of, I've had a lot of issues, but the best I found were lav mics, just the little clip. Oh ones. yeah, yeah, because that's smart they can too. Move around and it moves yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. So you can do it standing up, sitting down. Yeah. They can walk around, See, go for a smoke, and you're still like <laughs> yeah. recording. Yeah. So that's where best um i had long and mcquade they they sponsored my podcast um I've, i'm kind of on a summer vacation right now so yeah, yeah um the the mics have gone back but um yeah so they they gave me those uh but you can rent them for super cheap i think it was like 16 dollars a month for two. Oh, that's not bad it's so cheap yeah. those are the cheaper ones you can get higher quality ones but like podcasting people are always a little bit more forgiving of the sound quality i yeah, find yeah. anyway yeah. um yeah, so lav mics or just on Skype. I, I do Skype interviews too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what about you guys? Yeah. What about you? Do you? I, I actually don't have a podcast. Yeah, this this is her first time. Oh, so are you just like the, the today's co-host? She is today's yeah. co-host, Ooh. and I thought she was like the perfect fit for this because yeah. she's just naturally curious about podcasting. Yeah, we okay, well yeah. then tell me, what do you, what, what, uh, do you have any ideas for what you want to do? Yeah, I want to do like a cooking podcast because I write about Ooh. food, so yeah, I'm... Are you, wait, so you, are you a... Uh, you're a food like a blogger yeah I'm a, a food writer I work at the Food Network right now cool um, yeah, on the website and so I'd like to I'm yeah I want to I've been really curious about podcasts for a long time um, and then I met Sean um, earlier this year and we were talking yeah, about just, it and he was talking about the studio space and all the people he's been meeting and I was just like I really want to learn more about yeah how other people got started with it yeah and, yeah, and yeah. as this night was coming up I was just thinking in the back of my mind I'm like oh I should invite Jenny over because like, you were curious about it yeah, and then we were talking about it for a 
while. Yeah. My brain just kind of put it together. It's like, yo, Jenny should co-host. <laughs> it's like, yeah. 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 So exactly. yeah, just last week I sent her a message. She's like down. down and here. Well, you are an excellent co-host. Yeah, she's oh, fucking killing no it. <laughs> she's yeah. gonna take my job. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get emails. It. It's like we like Jenny. Where's Jenny? <laughs> Bring back Jenny. <laughs> but no, yeah. that's dope. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's kind of like a cool night. Yeah, and like even this episode is like super experimental for me because yeah. usually I have one guest or like a band or something yeah. we all sit around here we shoot the shit for an hour hour and a half but this one's kind of little like segments yeah. of yeah. so many different interesting people and you all have your different shows and mm-hmm. yeah it's it's awesome and yeah. it's cool to have like somebody else uh, like Jenny helping me out like who's naturally curious as much as me about what people do and it just makes it fun you know so have you thought of a name the name is like no I haven't yes. it, it took me a month to think of my name and yeah. every day like I would write down ideas and mm-hmm. I had this shit yeah the shittiest names but the one sheet I was so proud of it because the music industry yeah if you're ever pitching an artist mm-hmm. for anything mm-hmm. you, they say send me the one sheet That's great. and it's like a little mini like it's a one pager yeah. of the artist and I was like it's a verbal one sheet that's so good and when people are like that's a great name I'm like I know (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's cool that's interesting so I'm interested to see what name you pick yeah I'm still bouncing names around right now so how did you come up with your name yeah um I kind of don't remember I think it had to do something with like uh me trying to brand my videography stuff because it was like kind of like all over the place and it's like I would be doing like a lot of like different interviews and stuff so the name of the podcast or like my brand was the creative imbalance and I think it means like the more I think about it it means more things than I could even think of like (laughs) like going back like I'll be thinking about my childhood one day and I'd be like yo that that connects to the creative imbalance (laughs) And and like just like or like I'd be talking to like another artist and we'd be like talking about like kind of like struggles of like trying to be a creative in like this society I don't want to get too political right now but <laughs> but then I'm like oh that means a creative imbalance so what I love about it too it can mean so many different things and it can mean different things to other people who are mm. listening to it because also I get like oh does it mean this like somebody will say that and then they'll spurt something are off you like and, it means whatever you want it to mean yeah man. I'm I'm an artist She's getting crazy. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can't you can't see because it's an audio show but I'm smoking like one of those long Cruella DeVille cigarettes and, <laughs> Wearing a French hat and <laughs> recline very dubiously. Yeah. In your chair. <laughs> yeah. And even like, uh, I don't know, it's like part of it's like almost like self deprecating too. It's like there's something wrong with me. I got a creative imbalance. Like, why am I doing this? Is this a, uh, a good thing? Like, which I think all creatives have that thought like going yeah. through life. And the show is just about like, I take creative minds from like comedians actors uh musicians i had a porn star in here and they just like kind of just tap into their brain of why they're doing what they're doing and yeah yeah, this is this how often does the fear come where where you're kind of like you're putting yourself out there oh yeah yeah and it's i guess it it gets easier um but every once in a while i'm like oh that's gonna be awkward like i hope so and so doesn't listen or or usually my mom i hope my mom doesn't listen (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. i don't know do you ever get that like Um, you're nervous to put something out there that i feel like i used to be crippling like nervous over like 
doing anything and yeah. I think it kind of came from growing up to like the creative imbalance I'm more from like a small town and everybody's people like people are so judgmental yeah, so judgmental yeah. like this is like probably the weirdest thing ever but you're like when we're in Toronto like this is like oh this guy just has a show that's cool or whatever but yeah that's true it's more common yeah, yeah yeah and like I always felt like growing up I was like trying to get into like sports or like something that seemed more like normal to that box I kind of yeah. lived in mm-hmm. but when really like there was something going on with me that was like super different like I'd find myself like even as a child like watching much music interviews and just being obsessed with them and yeah, I don't know and like just like everything like just random like comic books and like I felt like so driven towards like mm-hmm. just the imagination yeah. and I felt like I was in an environment where it was like it just seemed weird to other people yeah oh my God, it's, it's hard so, to find those kind of like yeah. kindred spirits right yeah like, and just later in life I just said fuck it. it some of them they'll just never get it yeah yeah but I think like some people like I meet their they kind of remind me of myself when I was younger and I see that in them and they're like, Oh, like uh, I dabble in drawing and I wish I could do this, but like I have all these other things and I'm like, just fucking go for it. It's like the, the hardest like step is that first step. Yeah. And then it's like a breath of fresh air and like, whether you like it blows up or you fail, like even like a failure, like, taking a step is a million lessons right there and it makes you even want to do it even more and- I do yeah. a, an episode called why I love failure yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> because failure it's it's that is how you grow that mm-hmm. is how yeah. you the people who are like who invented Apple and like everything <laughs> that yeah, yeah. Google all that your stuff your favorite musician your favorite comedian more than yeah. anyone else like it's, it's hard to remember that though sometimes right yeah because you don't yeah. see the failures sometimes yeah every yeah. time every time I do something that I consider failure all I tell myself is no okay this is good this is good yeah. this sucks right now <laughs> yeah, but yeah. this is gonna be good yeah. for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was interviewing I had the president of my company at the time um he was the tragically hips agent yeah. he mm-hmm. was like he I it's funny I'm not really intimidated by many people mm-hmm off the top of my head he's literally the only person in the world I can think of that I'm super intimidated by yeah yeah yeah. and I was like shaking when I asked him to be on my podcast and he was like sure and I left I was like oh my god he said yes (laughs) anyway so he put aside like an hour and a half and we go into his office Mm -hmm. and I get everything set up and I've got like this my audio interface and I can't plug it in oh no and it's not working it turns out there's like a little plastic piece that broke off oh no (laughs) that's so sad yeah and i was like oh my god so we we actually didn't do the interview Uh, and in the middle of it i was like oh my god like this is so embarrassing kicking uh, myself and he goes he goes just remember which is actually i remember he said something like just remember down the road when you're as big as Howard Stern, yeah. how many times something like this probably happened mm-hmm. to him in the past? Yeah, and I was like, "That's really nice of him to say." Yeah. I still yeah. no, but it's true too. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, the interview never happened. Oh no, that's still that's like the one that got away. Yeah, the lost <laughs> yeah. love. Because I, I like prepped like crazy for that, yeah. and I was like, "This is this is what's gonna make him be like, wow, she's great." Yeah, like, yeah. 
I'm earning my respect. <laughs> and then I didn't. Yeah. But it's yeah. cool that he said that too, because he even understands it, and he probably went through shit too yeah. to become where he is at, and every everything's a lesson too. Like yeah. people think they're born like. You see, like, a star on TV, like, oh, she was probably just woke up and decided to sing and then everything was perfect it's yeah. like no like you don't see, yeah, you never see them the playing work. in like yeah. shitty bars and yeah. <laughs> in and front I feel of two like a lot and... of people don't ever start because all they see is the end goal mm-hmm. and they're like there's no way I can get there and yeah. it's like the, the best way to get oh there's a quote or something like the best way to get anywhere is to start <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> like it's so true yeah, like yeah. just start and yeah. before you know it Things come to you much quicker than mm-hmm. you think. Yeah, you know? totally. That's yeah. why I'm here. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. So welcome. Wait. Welcome to the deep end. <laughs> the Toronto that's a new, that's a new name of the podcast. <laughs> I just throw end. people under the yeah. bus. And, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, don't leave me alone here. <laughs> yeah. No, you're doing a great job. Yeah, well, you both are. You both are fucking yeah. killing it. And thanks. You're not so bad yourself. I'm yeah. F- <laughs> <laughs> whatever there's that self deprecation yeah yeah it's always there <laughs> no it's cool but yeah thanks again and thanks for orchestrating it like it's yeah. a million it's times and we'll do more of these listening that is a podcaster and you're not in the tr- Toronto podcaster community that's what it's called on Facebook mm-hmm. Go join it. Yeah, join it even if you're interested in it, in it too. Yeah, like you don't have to be in Toronto, but because uh, there are a few people that aren't from Toronto that are in it. But, you know, you know, we'll post uh, things about funding and we had a little discussion about that. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I don't know. Just want to get more like, active. Yeah, learning We're together. All in this together. And, yeah. yeah. It's the Wild West. Right yeah. now. We're we're the ones to figure it out too. Yeah, and we are going to. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast community because podcasts are so different like every mm-hmm. podcast is about mm-hmm. its own thing yeah. they all kind of cater to their own niche mm-hmm. and yet I didn't you know I almost didn't realize that there's this whole community of just podcasters and that's kind of what brings people together as well yes yeah. Sure, yeah and like yeah back to like her whole plan she's yeah. like okay we need to keep this ki- to going like you yeah, know and yeah, like yeah, it yeah, kind of yeah, gave yeah. us all a kick in the ass to yeah. like make it happen and uh, yeah yeah when uh, we were messaging back and forth I'm like oh why haven't I invited the freeze into this group and right then, yeah yeah so hopefully we keep this going and absolutely we're excited to be here man this is awesome yeah yeah can you guys state your names and like uh <laughs> sure like, the name of the show and yeah everything? we just yeah. kind of jumped right in so like uh, like i know i know about the show but yeah, yeah for the the new people sure so i'm brian capital one of the hosts of the freeze your weekly dose of hip-hop chatter yes sir and i'm tyler mclaurin and we do a weekly weekly as you just mentioned hip-hop yeah. show where we just get into whatever sort of topics are uh picking at our brain that particular week yep. um, we do try to get guests on whenever possible try to you know Artists. bring in other perspectives just yep. kind of keep the discussion as broad and as inclusive as possible but that being said you know a lot of the time it is Brian and I just kind of shooting the shit about whatever kind of stuff that we find find sort of, particularly interesting about the, the hip hop community yeah, you got subcultures it. or even just you know we as much as we talk about hip hop we also do try to talk a bit about politics and culture and kind of try to, try to tie it all together 
together. Well, it's like a, a nice it's little a, bow it, for everybody. Yeah, yeah. it's a music and culture <laughs> culture show. So yeah. cultures and music encompasses a lot of things. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. And how did this all? come to be like were you guys friends before and just talking hip hop and I I, I, no actually I hate this guy it's purely professional it's it's just a job (laughs) yeah exactly I show up we do the show I leave no 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 no. it's it's, it's a lot of fun like we've been friends for a few years yeah Uh, yeah. we met first year university we actually met each other through a music class and through the mutual love of music we used to have hip hop discussions like in the like lounge and uh, you know just between like the back and forth that uh, organically sort of grew and we were like hey why not start a podcast yeah it's like you know Kendrick control verse like drops and we're like hanging out for like two hours just yeah. talking about yeah, it breaking and like, it down you know what I mean and we were like you know this would be cool like this way we were we enjoyed hanging out and talking about hip hop and we were like you know what I think this would be a fun thing to kind of try recording maybe try to really kind of take it somewhere you know yeah. Um, and it's it, I don't know man I think we're just with where sort of culture's going um, it's interesting like with the internet you know you have local communities but then you have online communities as well mm-hmm. so I think you know we were kind of just trying to see if we could maybe just kind of try to get in with sort of some of the kind of tie some of that stuff together you know what yeah, I mean yeah for sure because um, we do online stuff we, you know we're obviously online we're doing podcasts right yeah. Yeah, yeah but then we try to also kind of keep it local as well you know we talk about Toronto issues we try to feature Toronto rappers so mm-hmm. I think that in a way we're also kind of trying to manage sort of that stuff in it as well you know we we do try to keep it Canadian keep yeah. it local. Uh, that, yeah. that's what I was thinking like how do you make your podcast stand out stand out against the yeah. other, like hip-hop podcast specifically sure yeah. so I I mean I used to be a hip-hop artist myself so I understand yeah. the struggle of like being a local artist and trying to get heard right yeah. so basically this was the idea behind this was sort of like to create a platform for artists to come in and say their piece and talk about issues and talk yeah. about their music and yeah just sort of reach an audience basically yeah yeah cool. just creating spaces you know and like I always find we at least find like usually the most interesting discussions we have or at least the discussions that I look back on the most fondly usually are the ones where we have guests just because yes, it's so yeah. cool to have you know people talk about their struggle and uh, you know just to have artists um, from the city talk about you know what it's like to be an artist in Toronto because we have a lot of talent here yeah you know what I mean there's a lot of talented artists in Toronto and uh, I think we were talking about this just a few weeks ago like on the show you know there's a lot of talented artists who aren't really blowing up and you know we kind of want to maybe just we want to shed shed a light and sort of what's going on in the city and Mm show the spotlight to local Toronto talent Um, as Tyler's saying like you know there's been artists that have been around for years but they never had that sort of light shined upon them per se or yeah yeah yeah. or they just kind of like go in and out of the shine like remember much music used to be kind of supportive and then they changed the dynamic of business model and no it's true and a lot of the Canadian uh, how do you say like the things that were supporting the music industry you know a lot of those yeah they don't exist outlets, anymore exactly they don't yeah. exist anymore a lot of those network op- no, networking opportunities have sort of gone away yeah um, mm-hmm. so I don't know I just feel like we just kind of felt like this was a, a good time in a way like it's a time that's sort of called action like we wanted to do something yeah. so as much as we're trying to blow up ourselves you know what I mean yeah, in yeah. a way like it's all we're, we're still yeah, struggling you're, ourselves you're, you're bringing people with you you know yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah I know we want to really though we want to we're all going to the top guys yeah. we're, gonna, we're all going to be millionaires and uh, yeah, this is, this is the beginning. You know? That's so a you gotta, beautiful gotta, thing. Gotta start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. What, what's been a highlight so far? 
Um, well, I don't know, do you want to... I, I think the highlight so far has been sort of interviewing guests and sort Always of having conversations so that we didn't expect to happen, mm-hmm. right? So we'll start interviewing a guest and naturally this discussion will sort of take, you know, some different turn and yeah. we'll just have this roundtable discussion about politics. Like, you know, we talked about, like, Black Lives Matter on the podcast right, and these yeah. very, like, pressing political issues because, again, music and culture sort of go hand in hand and yeah. the politics is very much involved in the music. So mm-hmm. it's sort of interesting to have these discussions with artists and what they think right? yeah the political discussions are fun because it gets like heated too yeah <laughs> and sometimes like yeah. Brian and I will get like yeah. really like upset almost about like yeah. well, you know, <laughs> you know? Uh, it's amazing yeah so it's a lot of fun you know we try to we try to keep the energy up I guess uh Try to yeah. at, well, just throw in some shine on uh, on some local talent. So yeah, man, that's kind of what what the show is all about. But um, I'm so excited to see this this community of, of again of podcasters and how we can sort of yeah be all promoting each other and helping each other and sharing podcast secrets, man. Yeah, it's, it's just, cool. It's kind of like just the first step too. And like, yeah, even like we recently made like this Facebook group too. But mm-hmm. if anybody like even if you don't do a podcast, if you're interested in making one or just mm-hmm. interested in podcasts and you're from the city city and want to or just want to know like mm-hmm. what the people are kind of brewing up in toronto like mm-hmm. go find the group it's a pod toronto podcast community and just like yeah. add yourself in that <laughs> like, it's awesome i want to see a podcast blow up without a celebrity host that's a good yeah. i want that yeah i yeah. want that you know what i'm saying i feel like there have been a, a couple yeah, yeah, you're not wrong, but yeah. I just I want you. But no one's kind of achieved that status well, of say like a so Joe Rogan I, with I, his I podcast. Might, see, mm-hmm. the thing is, I might have sort of like a controversial opinion here. Oh, but okay. I just I think <laughs> a lot of I feel like podcasting within like the Canadian community is very much like within its own like sort of bubble, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's very there's very much like an arts bubble here. Mm-hmm. So the cool kind of cool thing about podcasting is that it's an opportunity for like different voices to sort of break through. Right. Yeah. Where you know, in America there's a very diverse crowd and there's a diverse demand for podcasts and mm-hmm. individuals can sort of break out, but media concentration is very much a problem here in Canada and yeah. podcasting can sort of help fix that, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's also more people in America. Like just well, straight I mean, that's, up. I, I, that's I, true. Just, yeah. Yeah, when yeah. it comes down to that kind of stuff, but yeah. But I just mean like in terms of what's more likely, in terms of mm-hmm. who what kind of podcast is going to maybe succeed in Canada versus True. America. America. True. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. My two cents. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Like again, like, um, do you think that that could that would happen? Because podcasts are very niche, right? There's not a lot of people. Um, potentially, I, niche is podcasts. not niche is not a bad thing. Yeah. In these that's, days, yeah, right? that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. 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 Because the the audience that you do get is very passionate, yes. right? Yes. And excited that's true. Yeah. about that's true. what you do. So. Well, this is the interesting thing is how to see how you know again the internet in our time has sort of broken down those local barriers. Yeah. And how you know you used to have local cultures, now you have like niche culture, mm-hmm. right? Culture yeah. based on interest rather based totally. on just where you are. Yeah. Because everyone can commune about whatever they want on the internet you know yeah. Really. So, yeah I don't know man and I think that's where like podcasts shine the brightest that's exactly like, kind of what I was what I was been trying to get there's a podcast for yeah. anything anybody's ever interested yeah. like it doesn't matter like yeah, how yeah, niche yeah. it is yeah. yeah and if you have a niche interest like if you do a bit of digging I'm not you know you can almost certainly find a podcast about what you're interested in yeah, yeah. that's yeah. totally true which is yeah. really good because like actually we were talking about before just the idea of like because we both grew up in small towns Sean and I and yeah. like 
it was very it felt very isolating right because like there wasn't always people who ha- shared similar interests yeah you know, like around and so yeah. having that kind of internet community is so important yeah. yeah so how do you guys engage with podcasts that's a good question i listen to them a lot at work um, yeah as i'm like writing and and, and editing and whatnot yeah yeah, yeah pr- same thing and i almost like fell into like the whole podcast universe when uh Joe Rogan and Brian Redman, yeah. Redband, like before the, it was even the JRE right. experience, yeah. I'd I go on a website called uh, Justin TV, mm. and I'd like s- illegally stream uh, <laughs> UFC and wrestling pay per views. Yeah. Okay. But then one day I just clicked on it, and uh, there was Joe Rogan and Redband, who I didn't know who yeah. it was. And they were just sitting there and just answering people's questions. Yeah. And uh, I don't think it was their show was coined a podcast yet. Right. Oh, but I clicked true. on it and I was like, oh my God, there's this down to earth celebrity who yeah. has like very, very similar views of me. And like mm. also being from mm. a small town, I was like watching it like. And I'm like, oh my god! Like somebody at that level, like is as weird as like yeah. <laughs> quotations weird as me. Yeah. And then slowly his show started exploding. Like right. yeah. where it's like, oh my god! Like people are like drawing into it because there's like people in all these different pockets who think the same, and yeah. it kind of just grows into like this whole organic like system. And yeah, it's interesting. Like, and yeah. that's that's like the first time I. Uh, accidentally fell into podcasting and then yeah. I just got obsessed and started like looking into like all different like interests and yeah. seeing comedians I love like yeah. start shows or like yeah writers yeah. or anything for like. sure well it's interesting because I don't want to I don't know I don't want to like downplay it per se yeah, yeah. but I do find that podcasts are like an excellent like probably the ideal source of like white noise mm-hmm. in the yeah way. yeah and, it, and there's a demand for that there's almost a demand for that where people because of how you know people's attention spans are shorter and you know you gotta be doing stuff all yeah. the time it's it can be kind of comforting almost to have you know podcasts just on in the background yeah, every time I'm doing the dishes yeah. there's, exactly. a, no, there's exactly, a podcast right? on yeah it's yeah. interesting it kind of fills that sort of void yeah. um so um, I don't know. I think it'd be also. I, I am also kind of interested in seeing like where it can go because you know yeah. we've been having some conversations about adding more music, more like soundscapes to podcasts, mm-hmm. making yeah. it more of like an experience. Yeah. You know, like. Do you think podcasting is the next radio? I think yes. Yeah. I think I, absolutely. I think it, yeah, al- I think it already like, is. I can say that yeah. with confidence. Uh, yes. I, I, I yes, feel yeah. like it. It already is. Like, yeah. I know more people who are jazzed about like fucking downloading their latest like podcast episode than yeah. driving in their car and listening to the fucking edge or whatever no, exactly. I don't know because yeah. like, I, I grew up like a huge radio listener like right. that was like I grew up like listening like we had the radio on in the kitchen 24 hours a day almost mm-hmm. it was crazy and yeah. I still listen to a lot of radio okay. but I'll listen I'll tune in and listen to the shows that I like to listen to and then switch to podcasts once I know those aren't okay. on so it's like that's kind of the thing they're, the po- they're at your fingertips though right. yeah. but how do individual podcasters then compete with people in the radio industry breaking yeah. into podcasts like NPR that's right true. NPR true. had yeah. the yeah. biggest podcast Podcast, right? Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah, that's a really good question. Well, it's because I guess because they have all the resources and they have the, the studios well, and like yeah. the people who yeah. are like and literally their up. job is like talking to a yeah. microphone for X yeah. amount of time, right? I don't know. But you're right though. Like people are going to find their, like if they're interested in that, they're going to find you, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're going to find that niche. Yeah. That you have. If you build it, they will come. Yes. Yeah. Yield yeah, yeah, the yeah. dreams, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do think there is value in like there's a 
type of person or like a host, you know, like yeah. some hosts are just like, oh, I like this guy. Like you were saying, you know, you <laughs> yeah. gravitated yeah. as much as the content. It's like you relate to the, the people. Yeah. And that's it's a like, big oh thing. my God, it's the huge. Fear Factor guy's speaking all this real <laughs> shit about DMT and no, like real, right? yeah, fucking just being about... a good person. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yo, yeah. Like this guy's person. the yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah. and like, cause like even before, like I noticed with podcasts, like it kind of takes that Hollywood veil off a lot of celebrities yeah, too yeah, and you're like oh true. my god it's just, this person's a real person and it's there's true. Yeah. just hearing behind the scenes or it's just like oh my god like he just did this for a paycheck this yeah. weird like yeah. thing and well I know and I see, you- see the humanity in people absolutely yeah. well um I don't know. Have you guys ever watched? I don't know. I don't know if I want to go here, but I, why not? You know, let's go there. Uh, we're going go there. there. We're yeah. there. You got two beers in you. Yeah, go there. no, I know, right? <laughs> no, it's just funny. But uh, I, I can't help when you say that. I can't help but think of like Hot Ones. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. just yeah, the show yeah. with Sean great. Evans, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Where he, they just eat spicy food and like yeah. talk. Yeah, about it's stuff. amazing. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. It it's opens great. people up. Right? You also see them in pain. Yeah, they're dying on the spicy wings, and it's like they turn their filters off because they're just like going. They're just answering the question like, "Oh my God, I'm dying!" Like it's yeah. We need to get. We need to get. Um, we need to get something similar. Except instead of oh, spicy food, we'll do illegal drugs. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hip hop. Take dude. them to space. Yeah, it's hip hop, yeah. dude. We'll just like each week we'll have like a new drug. Like this week we're doing mescaline. Yeah. <laughs> Today's Coke week, and we're not. <laughs> We're not even talking. We're just punching. That's all. That- Dude, can you imagine like how many artists would be jonesing to get on our show if we would supply them with illicit drugs? And I'm sure the feds will be listening as well. <laughs> I I like the yin yang you guys have going on too. I can tell like you guys like on your show you ha- like would have like some civil but awesome arguments. Like yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, I mean that is sort of the dynamic that we yeah yeah. No, and especially, I mean, I remember um, when we did our Black Lives Matter episode, yeah. it really got, like, intense, because Brian was like, what was I saying? I was, like, trying to, we were talking about, like, solutions, I guess, because that's right. kind of something we try to do. We try to, like, yeah. go one step further, like, as much, I'm just a guy, I only know what I know, but, I mean, I'll still try to kind of think of, like, where are we, what are you going to do? You know, right, let's not sure. just yeah. bitch about a problem for an hour, let's, like, actually talk about, like, what are some feasible solutions, so. I agree yeah. With that. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. fair enough, right? But, but I, I was, I remember I was just throwing out solutions, and Brian was like, no, Tyler! <laughs> <laughs> Punch in the desk. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, I don't know. Yeah, I Oh, wicked. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard uh, Ice T's band, Body Count? Yeah. I've, yeah. So that he uh, made. Cop Killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like okay. in the 90s, yeah. he made Cop yes. Killer. Yes. And then this uh, past couple of years, they made a couple albums just because uh, he wanted to make his guitar player some money. <laughs> okay. shit, which oh, is awesome. Sure. But there's some good songs in uh, the single for. The latest album is called No Lives Matter, okay. which you guys you guys should yeah. listen to it. Check that out. And it, it sounds like a little aggressive, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. like the title. Yeah. But when you listen to it, it's actually got a good message in it. So oh, I, that's oh, good, man. I, yeah. Little like fact. Apparently, Ice T claims that the reason he went to Law and Order is because he couldn't make music anymore because he was sued so many times Whoa. because of Cop Killer. And wow, really? yeah, wow. yeah, that's an interesting fact. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. And then he plays yeah. a cop. And yeah, I know, right? The irony. It's yeah, cool. Yeah. Like he, I actually like because he does the body count stuff. He's a regular on a heavy metal podcast. I listen oh, to a lot, cool. and it's it's really cool to hear him like just 
like people pick his brain and like the reasoning like why he would do a law and order or whatever and it just like people give him so much flack for shit like that because it's like oh this is your old message or whatever Mm -hmm. but when he actually explains himself it's like yo you are just the man you're just enjoying your life you're just trying to stay in entertainment and like just do what you love and just get by like feed your family and also have a lot of fucking fun and like I'm just like yo Ice-T's the man he is the man well we were talking about selling out we've been We've been kind yeah, of, it's kind yeah. of been a recurring theme for us the last few weeks is like yeah. selling out and like um, you know we're talking about how like what it's all about intentions but you don't know what they want to yeah. do when they're doing the thing exactly. like you this was he just don't to make money? but that's the thing do you? <laughs> there we go <laughs> yeah yeah but that, but no but that's kind of it's, it's just funny right like you know if if I, if you're how do you know if 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 an artist is just like oh I like this. I like this sound and it's maybe not the sound that I've been doing but I like this yeah. so I'm going to make this kind of music or whatever do this thing yeah. as opposed to oh I need money and this is popping right now so I'm going to do that thing yeah, you know yeah. what I mean I don't know but I, sometimes I think the audience feels it right like they kind of feel yeah when... they can feel the, disin, the disingenuineness or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. it's probably mm-hmm. not a real word yeah um, I like that word though yeah. disingenuineness yeah if you say it enough it goes into the dictionary yeah like YOLO <laughs> so I think it's in the you know speaking of hip hop news uh, Stan, Stan is a real word you know for dictionary. Stan like like Eminem Stan, yeah, yeah like yeah. for a super fan. Type? For a super no. fan, yeah. it's in the, the Oxford Dictionary. Oh, that's crazy! Yeah, rah rah, hip hop. There you go. <laughs> Shit, I'm it's learning. Real. It's real. <laughs> Changing no, the world one word at a one time. One word at a time, man. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it blows my mind. But um, so you know what? Actually, I got a question for Brian. If we could get any guest on the show, oh, like man. any guest, like, who would be like the ideal guest because you wouldn't want to we wouldn't want to get like Jay-Z that'd be too much you know you don't want to so it could be like an pressure, am- yeah. American that's what I'm saying <laughs> well no any, anyone any yeah. artist well I mean uh, let's say they have to be alive hmm I'd have to get back to you on that to be honest I ideal guest yeah like the like the best guest like the, the it's like we get that guy it's like we're done dude we can close the I mean, shop the, you know the, the thing is the website yeah. the thing is we have like favorite artists kind of thing but like we don't know if they would talk necessarily right? so, well that's, that's true, true. Yeah. That, but who do you who do you think because the thing is I think we, we need someone who's like a nice mix of local and famous Oh, so it could be a local person. Oh, could be. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, do, I don't know, do you think if we got, like, Drake, would that be, like, the best? Yeah, Drake Drake would be up there, for yeah. sure. If he, like, actually divulged, or, like... That's this, what I'm saying, if we, like, right. have a chill, real-life conversation Okay, so Drake, I'll, I'll like, answer your it. question. Right. Nardwar. Oh, I'm very, very glad you said Nardwar because he's so good. That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. And he knows his hip hop, so he does. Man, topic like holy crap, he's so knows. Do you think he would like show up and like drop some like records on you? Like, oh, Brian, I know (laughs) you're into this. In (laughs) kindergarten, you used to listen to this tape. I got yeah, exactly. Holy crap, and here's your uncle you haven't seen in 20 years. Yeah, no, that's crazy, man. I wonder how he does that. Like, does he have a team, or do you think he's just? all himself yeah. he just is yeah. a nerd yeah it's probably yeah. like obsessive compulsive yeah, like himself crazy. right yeah i've actually seen uh i think i've watched a video of someone um like running into him kind of thing so it was a little more candid yeah. Yeah. and he's talking about like yeah i'm just going to the record store for so-and-so to buy him an album and stuff Whoa. and he's just always going around and like buying people's stuff and yeah. like he yeah he has all this knowledge i don't know I, yeah, Nardwar would be one of those. Yeah, like his interviews are amazing because right? he takes yeah. the person he's interviewing on a total like journey. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. No, you're right. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, and like 
th- I think like now that he's like so big, like they expect that to happen. But even like he's surprised. Yeah, he still it, it still, it yeah, still yeah. goes an extra mile where yeah. you just see them clutching their heads. It's like, what? How do you know yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you've been watching me my whole life. Yeah. I also like, feel like you can judge an artist by how they treat Nardwar as well. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, because some of them, yeah, I know they really appreciate it. I think Pharrell was like, "This is the best yeah, interview right. I've yeah. ever had in my yeah. life." Like yeah, yeah, he was yeah. just so all over it. <laughs> Did you see that? In riff- fact, he basically, I think he petitioned to like well, he, have oh. him interview Jay Z. Yeah, right? that yeah, was yeah, it. Yeah. He yeah. like set that up or like yeah, organized that. I think yeah. even uh, Nardwar did a bunch of interviews like through Pharrell's channel. Yeah, basically, oh, he was like putting them on. That. Really, That's yeah, cool. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, no, Pharrell's one of those guys, man. Pharrell's like this hat, you know, sitting on top of the pyramid. Yeah, because he's been he's been around forever. Yeah, right? like, no, exactly. Really he's seen it all even not too long ago, I was watching like this show and it was like the top ten like biggest pop songs of the early like 2000s sure. mm-hmm. and so it would have the artists like whether it's like Nelly Furtado or sure. somebody else somebody else mm-hmm. and like probably seven of the ten oh wow said written by Pharrell yeah. and, 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 yeah. it, and uh, while I was watching it I'm like no wonder why all those songs sound the same ah, it makes sense true. and you notice like, how like Pharrell sound yeah in true. like all those videos from there he'd make a little appearance and so just pop up that's it's right like, and like lots of people don't know he wrote like all these like songs yeah. like like all of them <laughs> I know it's crazy like Gwen Stefani like yeah. I could, I'm trying to think of even more but well, I, like Blurred Lines he wrote yeah. I mean He's. I think he's yeah. done. I mean, I know he was. Dude, he did the thing with Daft Punk. Like, yeah, yeah. but even yeah. more. Like, like you're saying, you don't even. You don't even know. Like, he's not even visible. Yeah, he's like the puppet master. Just yeah, like, man. Like you yeah. said, the top of the pyramid. Dude, he's just like with the his, puppet master pulling the with strings. With his curious George hat. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. No, Pharrell's. Yeah, like you're saying, like, he's one of those guys. Um, but that I think that's another guy, man. If we could, you gotta get Pharrell. If we could interview for sure. Interview for I'm sure man. that would just give you a ticket right to the Illuminati. You know? You're like, <laughs> well, yeah, it. with Jay Z, right, with his blueprint. Have you yeah. seen any of those videos of people who are like very much convinced that Jay Z is like part of the Illuminati and they're like breaking it down for you? Like, no. why? It's the Rock. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's what? crazy. No, they dude, zoom they... in on his eyes and no, like he's a lizard. It. Yeah, it's the kind of thing they'll be like, well, it's like Jay Z made the blueprint, but by blueprint is like a symbol for like the blueprint of the Illuminati's plans yeah. for the world. <laughs> Domination. No, I've and never seen that. It's just like the conviction. We're, we're like, going down the rabbit hole very quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah. it gets it gets really, really weird. And what really disturbs me is again like the conviction. Like people are so like they believe what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And it really freaks me well, out. Well, it also like <laughs> hip hop also kind of exacerbates this because they also play with the idea of the Illuminati as uh, well. That's, I guess okay. so. So like there's uh, Rick Ross didn't they have a song called like Freemasons or, or something like that? Like they're yeah. constantly referencing the Illuminati themselves. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's yeah. true, yeah. I think it's just the idea of a big, spooky, shadowy board. You know, it's something that I think... Because in a way, like, you know, a lot of hip-hop is rebelling against this idea of, like, establishment. And, like, mm-hmm. Illuminati's, yeah. like, this shadowy establishment that's, like, easy to just, like... Even... But I think, like, it could be, like, the biggest troll ever, too. Because, <laughs> like... Yeah. I was yeah. thinking, like, say, like, somebody accused me for being in the Illuminati, which right. I'm not. I'd sure. run with. Oh, for like, sure. I mean, I'd, yeah. like, <laughs> I'd be putting, like, triangles yeah. in, like, my show page oh, and, yeah. <laughs> like, just, like, say something yeah. weird for a second. Like, yeah. just, like, <laughs> just fucking with people. Yeah, support, yeah. lo- support your local Masons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
Thanks again. Do you guys want to like say where you can find uh, your show before we go back to our own Illuminati meeting? Sure. sure. Thing. Yeah. So-, so we're available on Stitcher, the free mobile app. We're available on iTunes. You can check us out at deepfreezechillin.com. Deepfreezechillin.com. Mm. Got the URL, guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not part of the Illuminati. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Yeah. 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 You need to be Did making you give me a call. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> call Illuminati us. Out there? Yeah. Number, our contact info's on the site. <laughs> Yeah. Any Illuminati reps want to reach out, you know, throw us a bone. We'd be happy to, to, to talk to somebody. Talk to your people. Yes. Inhale Car- Kalzar, the serpent god. Indeed. Cheers. Inhale the flying spaghetti monster. Eugenics, Procter & Gamble, credit, racial science. Couldn't produce a more aggressive intellectual giant Nephilim burium. With the bullets left in them, my heart is blacker than the children of Thomas Jefferson. Blacker than back in the days of the tar and feathering. A cancerous endocrine. The eagle-ass American. The hatchet and the sticks. The fascist emblem. You could call it conspiracy theory. I don't give a mother. You're kind of like responsible for like this little community tonight as well. Like, I mean, I wouldn't say we're responsible. We're we're definitely a big part of uh, bringing people together in February every year for PodCamp Toronto. Yes, um, and that'll be eleven years now, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Personally, I've been involved in it for what you probably six, six seven six now years, and mm-hmm. I've been doing it through you for about three or four years and then last year I actually participated on the website and everything yeah. <laughs> oh wicked and so the people know no, like, can you guys state your names as well? <laughs> Just, uh, yeah. So I'm Jennifer. And I'm John. Yeah, and w- what do you guys do with uh, PodCamp? Like? So PodCamp is a, a great opportunity for the podcasting community to come together and, uh, you know, just sort of network, get to know each other, uh, learn, and share knowledge with each other. Yeah, it's, it's cool, like, because it kind of, like, bring this community in. I started doing this podcast, like, a couple years ago, like, little trials and stuff, but I didn't know there was, like, a whole, like, almost, like, convention-like thing that happened yearly until, like, recently, and it's super cool, and I think it's very important, like, for content creators to get out of their bedroom or, like, because you think, like, lots of people who make podcasts, mm-hmm. like, they can be so isolated or, like, even right. if they interview artists, they kind of go to the venue or they mm-hmm. bring them to their studio, and podcasters aren't, like, really, like, meeting other podcasters in person. No, yeah, and that's, that's what's great about PodCamp. It is really about the community and bringing everyone together for that, like, knowledge sharing and just meeting new people, new ideas there's a lot of like circulation and then there are the people who return year after year who have that like base community that bring everyone into the fold and like hey come and join us and it has that really like family feeling yeah yeah there's like there's a lot of pockets of like podcast communities in the city i find mm-hmm. uh and podcast a great chance to like bring them all together yeah That's cool can you give us an idea of like what actually happens at podcast uh, so we start on the Saturday morning with yeah. like an opening uh, announcement, letting everyone know what's going to be happening keynote. throughout the weekend. Yeah, yeah. keynote address, right? Yeah. And uh, from there, then each session, there's we usually have six or so rooms, and everyone attends each session. And then afterwards, there's like 15, 20 minutes between where everyone kind of congregates in the hallways. Everyone can talk about the sessions they just went to, where they're going next, meet up, and... Uh, 
go from there. So that continues for the day. And then on the Saturday night, we have the party. Yeah, uh, last year I was here at the Pacific Junction Hotel. Yes, yes. A uh, really great venue for a party. It was it was fun. Yeah, it was awesome. And the uh, Spring World Poutine, so good. So <laughs> I told you. <laughs> so good. So I was like telling her, like, I have guests on here and I like insist they try the Poutine Spring Roll. Yeah. And I like, had one like chick who plays like guitar, but like my show is like kind of like a talk show. And then I had her on like another show and uh, she came in. I'm like, oh, thanks for coming in. And she's like, oh, I just came back for the poutine spring rolls. <laughs> and I'll have like past guests post on my new episode just in the comments, like not even like, oh, good episode or whatever. It's just like caps lock poutine spring rolls. <laughs> so yeah. that's like. I think the secret weapon of bringing like cool people in here and yeah. getting yeah, them on my show. There's, there's gonna be this thing. It's a poutine spring roll. Just yeah. wait. It's um, better than what you think it tastes like. Yeah, yeah well, for when sure. We saw it on the menu. We were like, poutine spring roll. Like, yeah, really? We had it when we came here for the meeting to host the after party here, mm-hmm. and uh, they brought it out to us as like a sample for like the food, yeah. and it was so good. Like, I was like, yeah. that sounds like weird. It's just gonna be French fries inside no, of no, a no, no, spring wrap? No, no, no. Spring it's wrap yeah, yeah it was so good yeah. it, and then you dip it in the gravy and then yeah. your face just has an orgasm and melts off and yeah, yeah. like I try not to eat those during the show <laughs> but sh- shout out to the sponsor Pacific Junction Hotel I haven't plugged them yet so that was perfect you guys brought up the poutine yeah. spring <laughs> no that's cool you guys uh know exactly how PodCamp started like the yeah. inner workings or so Back early in like the very early days of podcasting, when like probably even before RSS feeds was like a thing, before mm-hmm. they allowed media and RSS enclosures, mm-hmm. um, uh, Chris Brogan and I think Julian Smith or someone else. It's, it's very vague to me. I wasn't involved in any of it. I, I didn't know any about anything about the scene. Mm-hmm. But there was a couple guys in Boston. That's where the first podcast was. Wow. Um, and they set up a framework for other cities to host their own podcasts, sort of like TED Talks, like TEDx. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just sort of spread from there. In the early days of podcasting, like it was a high-demand thing. Like, yeah. what is podcasting? Like, I'm into this thing. I want to meet other people into it. Sort of like tonight. Uh, other people into podcasting, just meeting each other podcasting. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And then just years yeah. later, it's Yeah, and they spread throughout spread. city to city. So there was like Halifax and Ottawa and I guess more in the States. I don't know. Yeah, so Halifax, Ottawa, that, Montreal did one. Wow. Vancouver did one in Canada. I think Toronto and Halifax are the only two that still do them. Mm-hmm. But it, it, they, they had them in Africa. They had them in yeah. Australia. There's some in Asia, like it it went everywhere. That's so interesting. And you guys mentioned like you don't, you guys don't do a show yourself, but what attracts you to keep working with the community and pushing other shows? And well, well, we used to do show. We used to both have podcasts. Uh, We met through podcasting, actually. Yeah, we were both a fan of a show that we were talking about earlier, Keith and the Girl, and we met at a Toronto meetup for that show. Oh, cool! And uh, so then that was what probably six years ago or so. more, yeah, six or seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. and uh, then we ended up getting together later at another meetup for that show. So yeah. we've been together since then. Oh, well, podcasting <laughs> brought you together. That's right. Yeah, yeah so, so that's kind of fun. I mean, a lot of the, what brings me back to PodCamp every year is to keep organizing it, is to sort of reconnect with the community. So, so a lot of people in the community are like good friends of mine. Mm-hmm. And when they come in from out of town, like a lot of, I used to live in London, a lot of the London crew come out here mm-hmm. uh, to meet up with us. And it, it's just to meet friends, basically for me, like hang out with my friends. <laughs> yeah, but even like 
around the cool hangout. It's just like a very amazing like networking experience. Oh yeah, yeah. And also like you guys are just advertising other people's shows and pushing mm-hmm. them to the next level and like I guess like I notice you guys have live podcasts as well like during the weekend and it's yes. just like a cool like little festival. So we used to do them during PodCamp itself like in the session rooms there would be podcast podcasting recordings. Um, last year we decided to step it up a little bit and have a section of time dedicated to just live podcasting at uh, the Imperial. Yeah, the, the Imperial, Imperial Pub, Pub. Uh, which is right by Ryerson. I love that place, by yeah. the way. Yeah, that's that's where we started podcasting. That's probably oh, where we, that's where we first met, right? Uh, yes, Imperial it Pub. was actually. Oh, yeah, nice. that's, that's the library bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, it was downstairs actually, not the good part. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. the shitty part downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, we decided to do it there. Uh, because of its its roots in podcasting. So uh, a few years before that, there was a weekly podcaster meetup where we would always do live podcasts every week from there. Cool. Uh, that sort of died out yeah. uh, after a while, but for at least a good year or two, uh, hosted by uh, Scarborough Dude. He has a podcast, Scarborough. What's his podcast? Oh, Dixon James is his podcast. Okay. Um, he would host that and put it together, and he's a really old school member of podcasting. So in in Canada, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he has like a personal podcast. Oh, that's neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of what brings me to wanting to help and and uh, you know participate is seeing everybody on the weekend of the event is my favorite part is just seeing everybody get together you see people who haven't seen each other since maybe last pod camp and they're like oh hey great to see you in the hallway so just seeing all of that come together and when the sessions start running and you know you look into the rooms and people are enjoying it you see that things are running smoothly you know that's always a really great reward to all that work that you've put in throughout the year yeah it's it's awesome too and it, I think it's like important for like the podcast community to have like these other people who are more like business savvy and organized yeah. there's a lot of people making like podcasts are just like kind of creative heads and they don't know how to market themselves yeah. and like here at girth radio big shout out to Alyssa. like she's always like yelling at us she's like why don't you have your business cards and blah 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 and like shit like that like yeah. i feel like just that this kind of art form like in kind of the people making it kind of get so focused on to their content mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful thing what you guys do with con or pod uh, camp and everything mm-hmm. to kind of just push like a business side and a promotional side which i think is kind of becomes like a difficult thing for a lot of uh yeah content we, creators we try and like bring a lot of that into it with our like marketing edge and we, we also have a very heavy side where us uh focused on the content side as well yeah. a lot of the old school podcasters like eschew the marketing side of it is like uh, you're doing this for you it's not for yeah. money and stuff like that but a lot of like the newer people into podcasting you know they're looking to like maybe make a living off it or maybe segue this into a career in radio or something mm-hmm. you know uh so we try and cover all ends of the spectrum in podcasting Podcasting. And I feel like it fits a lot better nowadays as well because there is that marketing side to podcasting, whereas mm-hmm. before it was kind of far-fetched to assume that you could make a living off of just podcasting. But now mm-hmm. it's a real thing that, like, many people do. Mm-hmm. So I think it fits a lot better now, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's interesting because right now it's, it's still, like, kind of the Wild West as well. Like, it's mm-hmm. just there isn't a format of how to market it or even how to do a show. And that's kind of 
the beauty of it. Yeah, people is. are still seeing what works for them, and and there's a few different things that seem to be working for people. So it's exciting to see what might yeah. you know happen keep, in the end. Yeah, it keeps it really interesting too, right? Because then like you you'll discover a podcast that is that doesn't really like fit the mold of like other ones you've heard, and it's like it's it's, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It can kind of be anything, and yeah. But and it's cool that PodCamp's like taking this all this random stuff and just kind of bringing it together and celebrating it and yeah. everything like that. So, are, is there going to be another one next year? Uh, most or? likely. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start planning probably in the next month or two. Uh, start the the you know yeah. foundation of we've the been, year. We've been talking and and uh, okay. So what needs to start getting done? Have yeah. We started this. We were even talking about that, doing so. something maybe this summer, like a smaller event you know maybe rent uh like a a fire pit out in one of the parks or something and just have like a campfire session nice yeah bring it really back to the roots of just uh, pod camp yeah yeah yeah. uh but yeah we're gonna start organizing here in the next couple months either for the summer or for the the entire year uh we haven't really decided what we're doing with the Mm -hmm. summer but there definitely will be a pod camp uh, in february uh, it's usually this the second weekend of February or uh, the last weekend. I believe it's the last weekend. It's during Reading Week for so Ryerson because oh, Ryerson is a, a big uh, supporter of PodCamp and they give us the space for free during Reading Week. Oh, very nice. Because there's no classes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you got some like uh, classroom halls and like yeah. yeah. So we, and we with get, all the uh, radio students, uh, yeah. communication yeah. students, they give us a lot of help as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's the uh, Radio Communications and Television Arts Program or something like that. Yeah, RCAD or RCC. I think. CT, I don't know. whatever. I don't know. <laughs> nice. They're a big supporter. Yeah. We love your eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just want to say, like, just even beyond me, like, I know, like, a lot of people who, like, are behind the scenes of the Girth Radio Network, the podcast network here, like, they absolutely love what you do. And if you guys ever need a hand with anything as well, mm-hmm. like, we'd love to support. And yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, we're always willing yeah. to have more hands on deck. Yeah. Uh, what is it, volunteers? At volunteers, yeah. Volunteers at podcamptoronto.com. Com, yeah. yeah. Podcamptoronto.com. Big cheers to you guys. Yeah. Great. Thanks Thank again you. for coming out. Thanks cheers. for having us. Is this, a, is this a good enough distance for you? Or? You, you sound beautiful, man. Well, thank you. So before um, I ask you what you do, um, I heard you hate Batman. Yeah. Whoa. How'd this, how'd this come up? Who told you? Sammy Just told you Sammy this? told me this. So I'm like, that's how I'm opening the interview. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Wait, and by the way, what's your name, by the oh, way? That's, that's a good way to start, too. I'm yeah. Sean. Like, I'm we're doing the handshake right now. I am Andrew Young. Welcome to the Clusterfuck of Podcasts. This, <laughs> my, my show, I usually have one guest, but you saw me yeah, pulling been, people aside here this and there. Has been, this has been like... This is all going to be one episode, That's too, amazing. Is, so yeah. it's like you're doing like a, uh, a telethon. Yeah, yeah. Podcasters. Oh, feels like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but except we're not like yeah. like just getting money racked in and like no, you know, this is just, you're just you're just getting you know a uh an outlet for other podcasts just talk about their podcasts and break in a new podcaster yeah. which is great mm-hmm. yes <laughs> jenny's fucking killing it I'm tonight by the way time. that's I'm good great that's good yeah but uh but yeah so i'm andrew young uh i'm the host of geek hard which airs Okay, I've listened to your show you actually. To Geek yeah, yeah, with Sammy, right? Sammy has been on the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've listened to the Punisher episode. 
Okay, no, that was back issue bloodbath. Oh fuck, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. No, but but yeah. Geek Card is like kind of um, Geek Card, yeah, so basically, a Geek, branding, right? Yeah, exactly. Geek Card is a show that uh, airs every Friday night at seven p.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern on Reality Radio One Hundred One okay. okay, and so it's a live streaming radio show mm-hmm. that is also available as a podcast and is kind of branched out into GeekCardShow.com, which has become kind of like a little podcast. Uh, we're trying to make it an empire, but right now it's just, I guess, like a battalion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Back Issue Bloodbath is one of the shows on there, uh, which is comic-based, where we talk about comics, oh, like The fun. Punisher and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we have a third show called uh, Don't Make Me Watch That, which okay. I host with a musician by the name of Leslie Hudson. Okay. You can check out at LeslieHudson.com. Uh, we have, we're friends who have very different film tastes. Mm-hmm. And so we take a movie we love that mm-hmm. we know the other one will hate. Yeah. We force them to watch it, and oh. then we have a great debate on the merits of the film. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. Have, have, do you often win each other over? Uh, it's funny. We've never actually won each other over with our debates, but there has been twice that I have shown her a movie that I that either she's professed that she hated already okay. and then found out she actually didn't hate, or okay. that she's <laughs> turned out and goes, no, that has all the elements that I'd probably hate, but I enjoyed it. So, okay. so like, you get appreciation for it. Exactly. Least, yeah. So in the way, in some would say I'm the winner, but then <laughs> she's made me watch some pretty horrible horrible films that have almost broken my spirit and so in her mind she's the winner because of that yeah yeah the, like sh- like movie so bad it makes you want to like quit the show yeah or, well yeah. well not that i want to quit the show just that they leaves me with a you know a, a hollow pit in my stomach about you know the humanity does she mm-hmm. make you watch batman no she made me watch twilight oh Ooh. okay what's worse batman or twilight edward or batman Ty. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll explain. I'll explain to you the whole Batman. Okay, I, I, okay, okay. I'm so Batman. Well, years ago, okay. So Batman, when he came out in the 20s, he was like you know just crime fighter, or whatever. By yeah, the yeah. 60s, you know, with the Adam West influence, he became kind of like a do-gooder, cape crusader. Yeah, it was like hokey show, fair you play, know? happy fun. And it was the 80s with the uh, release of things like The Dark Knight Returns mm-hmm. and Batman Year One that he became this very dark character. Mm-hmm. And the dark character fine but somewhere along the line writers decided oh well this guy is A he's critical of everything and B he never fucks up so he's kind of like that but the thing is he acts like he's a tortured soul like everything is everything's on his shoulders mm-hmm. he's kind of like that when you, you think about college parties he's that kid who went to like art school who's like drawn some sketches in the corner is like these are shit these suck and like girls <laughs> like no they're really good it's like no they suck these are terrible and like a group <laughs> of girls get around trying to console him and it's like I'm bu- I'm not buying this shit <laughs> okay. you yeah. are so into your fucking <laughs> self selling this tortured soul bullshit wow. that's that's Batman right there in a nutshell. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Even I, I don't follow too much of the DC universe, but right. I uh, I just recently played through Injustice 2. Right. And you know what I think? What? Superman is a fucking cunt. Well, Superman is basically one of those guys that the idea is that when he originally was created, it was the ideals. He's for American ideals. He's for, yeah. you know, trying to go out there, pioneer, like, you know, take over stuff, you know. Know, be the best you can be but somewhere along the line he became a you know a political stooge yeah yeah and um totally yeah i was mentioning true. this anger i had at with somebody at work yeah. and they were telling me um because like i said i don't like follow the dc timeline and this is yeah, yeah, yeah. me paying attention to it for 
after so many years and then they were talking about oh it's like supposed to be an alternate universe where he's a dictator and i'm still like i don't care he i just watch eight hours of superman being an asshole (laughs) (laughs) like sometimes there are more interesting characters out there you know yeah no well that's the thing like i've always been a a fan of more of the secondary character like the second tier characters like my favorite character is daredevil Okay, okay yeah, yeah yeah he's cool and again like i was actually explaining to somebody uh, just a few minutes ago that mm-hmm. uh i really associate with daredevil like mm-hmm. i understand catholic guilt like you know i'm, I'm catholic. yeah yeah me too yeah, me so too like, yeah, yeah. Oh, so there's that there's the whole wanting to you know like wanting to be the the, the secret identity stuff like that but fighting against it is like here's the thing with daredevil as it's since the 70s any time he's gotten you know started a relationship with a woman mm-hmm. by th- the third issue he's pulling off the mask going it's me Matt Murdock Daredevil Matt Murdock are the same person yeah, yeah. it's like I get the idea of the it's like well I got a secret and I want to tell somebody <laughs> so mm. so I've always I've always really uh, felt a kinship with uh, with Daredevil yeah yeah that's cool too yeah. like compared to like when you read like a lot of like Spider-Man stuff where he's like getting in trouble at school and shit it's like yo just whisper to your teacher you're Spider-Man like <laughs> you'll you'll be allowed to sleep in class like you just yeah, saved yeah. like a hundred people yeah. from dying on the subway yeah. and you're getting like detention and stuff yeah, like well, you'll just tell them the like, sad part about Spider-Man this is something that they really drove home in like the first like I guess it would be like 20-30 years of the characters the whole idea is that he's he's so excited when he's Spider-Man but when he's Peter Parker he's like oh this Spider-Man thing is a weight oh god and it isn't until he gets out there that he being Spider-Man that he actually enjoys himself mm-hmm. and because of that I think it's like people decide like, oh this guy's gotta be happier and so they've tried to like uh. do things now in the recent comics where he's now a millionaire oh interesting tech industry well because like while he was because there was this really weird story where the dr octopus basically took over his body and he was essentially dead dr 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 octopus was there as peter parker and decided i can prove i'm better than spider-man i'll do it better and uh, as the superior spider-man and he uh which got, he has started up a tech company and got all these patents and everything and then something happened and the Doc Ock thing went away and Peter Parker came back into his own psyche he's like oh I got I got a doctorate now I guess well I'm a millionaire alright let's go with that and it just feels so unauthentic because yeah, it's yeah. like Peter Parker is supposed to be an everyman and I think it's because people were just like we gotta give him something to be happy about <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's a bit down. yeah 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 <laughs> no that's cool mm. I love listening to you talk about like all like the latest lore and stuff stuff like that because i grew up reading comics and i kind of like drifted out and like i see like movie versions of it but i know like the comics are like better or for worse or just more creative and right now the comics are going through a really weird situation because like okay so marvel marvel's been trying to get better in uh, showing its cultural diversity and they've done a really good job they brought in uh, Miss Marvel is yep. now a, uh, a young Muslim who lives in New Jersey oh, interesting. and things like that there's a lot of different characters there's more women characters there's more characters of different ethnicities but at the same time their marketing department has decided in order to sell these stories we gotta make them like miniseries so a book will go 12 issues get cancelled and then get restarted with a different creative team oh, so and it doesn't yeah, track exactly yeah. they're 
the ideas they're thinking is like, well, it's a good jumping on point for new readers. And really what it's become has been a jumping off point for mm-hmm. old readers. And they're not attracting the new readers they want. Yeah. And it's like, so they got these all these interesting characters coming out, but people aren't checking them out because of the way they're marketing them. They're not mm-hmm. the people because they don't know how long a book is going to stick around. Yeah. And so, yeah. So it's like, it's one of those points where comics usually are better, but right now they're going through a really major problem. Now, DC is kind of getting better these days because they went five years ago they did the whole new 52 thing where they decided we're going to throw out all our old continuity we're going to start fresh Ah, and we're going to recreate things and we're going to tell stories again Mm -hmm. and it didn't catch on like they Mm -hmm. tried to make it happen certain books caught on but for the most part it was like a fad it was like for the first year they did okay and then the next four they were you know trying to trying to fix things Mm -hmm. and so now they've started this thing called Rebirth since last year where the idea is it's like no we're going to bring all the things you love about the character both from before the new 52 and the new 52 and continuity is going to matter again and they've beginning to get back their readers and so the idea is that while they thought marketing should be oh let's let's make it quick and fast and people can get in and get out when they want it really should be you have to have that base to go look this is something that's lasted this many years come check it out sort of mm-hmm. thing and so they're kind of DC's gotten back to it Marvel needs to get back to it that's basically it ah interesting that's cool. Like, I'm intrigued to like listen to all your episodes because <laughs> yeah. I still like I have like such memories with these superheroes right. too, and like I'll see the newer movies and I'll be like, oh, this is awesome. It's kind of like a heartwarming experience, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. it's once, always cool to see you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and even like uh, I picked up a couple recent comics, but I wouldn't say like I'm like diving like super into right. it like I once used to yeah. and it, it's just very interesting to see like the evolution of right. uh, all well, these you, different ca- beloved characters yeah and, yeah well if you take if you, if you listen to Back Issue Bloodbath we cover like usually the way we break it down in a month is there's one episode about a classic story like mm-hmm. the time you listen to the Punisher episode that's from like 1986 mm-hmm. that, cool. that miniseries yeah. then we take a book that's been out for a year and we look at how it's done um, uh, we got an upcoming episode of this book called Paper Girls that's uh, coming out from Image Comics by written by Brian K Vaughn mm-hmm. and that's had 14 issues out so we're looking at that cool. yeah. and then we do an episode a month where we look at a, a creator yeah. that uh, you know has had a, a wide variety of work yeah. and look at their work and then we do an episode where we kind of take like either an issue that we think is a problem with the comic industry or something that's good about the comic industry yeah. or a trope or something or mm-hmm. a cliche that we feel is in comics that we f- think needs to be addressed and mm-hmm. we talk about that nice. so like we've done episodes about death in comics um, about um, representation in comics things like that yeah. so what, what are some of the topics that you have found most interesting to talk about or, yeah. um, let me think here well we did uh, trying to think recently we did an episode on there's this real kick right now of like 80s nostalgia yeah so there's a lot of like (laughs) books coming out of image that take place in the 80s so creators commenting on their time in the 80s Mm. but then there's also a number of properties that were big in the 80s like Mm. Transformers and G.I. Joe and stuff like that that are getting remarketed and repushed by companies like IDW Uh, why do you think that's happening Um, I think it's well it started back in the 2000s and the Mm -hmm. first first wave of it happened because the people that 
grew up with Transformers and G.I. Joe and stuff like that, now had some expendable income. Yeah. Yeah. And so all that stuff started to come back Mm -hmm. and they started to to buy it up. And that Mm kind of died out. But now it feels like with the, you know, release of things like Stranger Things and stuff like that, like the Duffer Brothers... They really weren't around in the eighties. They're yeah. they're young guys, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So they didn't really experience the eighties. So it feels like comic creators are trying to be like, no, no, this is what the eighties felt like. Like yeah. there's a current book uh, by um, Rick Remender mm-hmm. that's drawn by Wes Craig called okay. Deadly Class. Yeah, and it's about a kid who ends up getting. Um, indoctrinated into a school of assassins okay and it takes place in san francisco mm-hmm. but he this this writer grew up in california in the 80s and okay. so he uses all of his own knowledge about nice. what it was like then yeah. working in a comic shop and things like that mm-hmm. to inform the story and so it yeah. feels more authentic than yeah. say like i love stranger things but it's more like it's more referencing than actual authenticity yes you know? yes yeah that's what so, i was wondering like like for this example the writer was actually there like he grew up with He's exactly about, is, is that what most of the like are most of the writers like from that era yeah well, right or? now there's a number of writers that are you know coming up that they're from that era yeah. like that they were born in the the late 60s early 70s or they were born in the late 70s yeah and so they've experienced the 80s either in their teens or 20s yeah and you know they get to you know they finally get to tell the story on that yeah. and yeah no it's there's actually some really good stuff coming out like as mm-hmm. i mentioned that book paper girls mm-hmm. it's about a group of paper girls from 1987 mm-hmm. who uh apparently i didn't know this but because uh, like I, I never had like a daily paper route. I had yeah. like one of those ones where it's like three times a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> the daily paper route, people, November 1st mm-hmm. was the worst, it might still be the worst time for a paper carrier because okay. you get up early in the morning to deliver yeah. and all the kids who vandalize and mug and stuff like that on Halloween are still out because yeah. it's 4.30 in the yeah, morning. Yeah. And so they've banded together to keep themselves safe. Right. But then it goes off to this offshoot story that it just so happens on this particular November 1st in uh, in eighty. Um, a bunch of uh, aliens have descended on Cleveland. (laughs) Or are they aliens? Are they time travelers? It's a really interesting kind of like almost like a runaways meets lost kind of story. That sounds sick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's really cool. That that gets me excited. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely check out Paper Girls. It's something I actually hadn't even been reading, but Sammy suggested we do it for for Back Issue Bloodbath. So I I was like, this is really good. Yeah. Ah, nice. Yeah, Yeah, I'm interested to read those now and then listen to your podcast and just kind of like get the reviews from well, you and well, Sammy even if, even if you haven't read the stuff if you listen to the podcast we make some good recommendations on things awesome. yeah awesome have you uh, checked out like a lot of stuff going on in Toronto because uh, I had a guest in here his name's uh, Taron Chatta and he okay. uh He's a author for the Raid Studios. Thing. Oh, the Raid! Okay. Yeah, yeah, and he kind of opened up me to like a whole world of comic making in Toronto. And there's yeah, well, it's insane funny. Yeah. talent. Like, uh, it's funny, yeah, because yeah. there's like a thing that uh, Portland, Oregon, and Toronto, Ontario are like the two meccas of comic creators. There's actually one comic creator who's with the Raid, Calvin and- Andrusovsky, who said to me, "It's like you can kick over a rock in Toronto, and three comic creators will scatter." <laughs> yeah. So, <you> know, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there's a large number of comic creators working in the greater greater Toronto area. Yeah, and it's like I haven't been exposed to that universe, and like I uh, I met somebody randomly at a Silver Snail, and they're yeah. just like, "Oh, you yeah. should check out this issue one of our new thing. It's going yeah. on." So they had like a whole like universe called the Relativity Universe, and they have a bunch right. of books in that. So I picked up one of them. I'm like, "Oh, I got to talk to like one of these guys on my show." So yeah, I yeah. had Taryn in, yeah. and we were talking, and I'm like, "Oh my god, there's like this whole like." 
Yeah, well, some thing of the, I didn't even know about. Even like, some of the biggest creators for Marvel and DC right now live in Toronto, like Francis Manipal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeff Lemire yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, even yeah. even that one day I geeked out. Like I'm a big like fighting video game fan. Yeah. And um, when I the day I met that guy, I was in Silver Snail, and I usually don't buy comics. I go there and I have a coffee or whatever. It's right. a good yeah, coffee yeah, shop. Yeah. And uh, there was a Street Fighter comic of the character I play. I'm like, I'm fucking buying it. <laughs> so then. That was like last summer, and just recently, a month ago, I went to visit uh, Taron at TCAF, the big festival yeah, going Toronto on. Yeah, Comic Arts Festival. So yeah, I went up to it's his great. table, and I noticed on the raid table there was a bunch of like Street Fighter cards. I'm oh, like, oh, I'm gonna cool. buy these, like all the characters, and uh, I wish I remember the f- this guy's fucking name, but he came up to me and he's like shook my hand he's like oh yeah I drew all these and um yeah I've been making like the Street Fighter comics for the past five years I'm like yo I bought your shit like, you know, like <laughs> and, and like and yeah. yeah just like in Toronto and I yeah. didn't know that I'm like oh yeah there must be some guy from Japan drawing all this yeah. and like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really interesting that like yeah. even like they're getting licenses from DC oh, Marvel yeah, 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 yeah. Capcom yeah, like no, video there's, games there's and, some fantastic yeah. creators right in Toronto yeah, yeah it's cool it's very cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally I, I got I gotta check out your show, man. <laughs> like, I'm getting jazzed. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would hope it that uh, your listeners would check out all my shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and before uh, we take off and have some more beers, uh, again, like plug the show, plug your Twitter, Instagram, anything right, okay. you have. All yeah, right, yeah. So, about it. so we have Geek Hard, which airs Friday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Reality Radio 101.com, where we talk about movies, comics, TV. We interview people from the industry, so a lot of uh, TV actors, filmmakers, comic creators, um, authors, people in the entertainment industry. They're on the show. We've had a who's who of people. And, then, um, and so that's available... Uh, as a live stream on Friday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on RealityRadio101.com. It's also available as a podcast on iTunes and at GeekArtShow.com. Also available as Back Issue Bloodbath, which uh, comes out uh, every Wednesday as a podcast. And uh, we cover comics, myself and Sammy Yunin. And then Don't Make Me Watch That, as I said, which is, you know, of course, the myself and musician Leslie Hudson forcing the other to watch films that we know the other one will hate. <laughs> great debate on it. That comes out every second Thursday, and it's all available at geekartshow.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Cheers. I get a little Sammy test. Yo, yo, yo! You're listening to the King. Yo, the king right I don't now. know what that. <laughs> so Jenny, I call Sammy the King. Yeah. Because uh, he gave me this opportunity here, nice. and we're celebrating this tonight. Nice. We're celebrating podcasting in general. Yeah. We're celebrating your birthday. Woo! Oh yeah, it was my yeah. birthday. Happy yeah, birthday! It was your birthday? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yo, yo, did you did you say happy birthday, Sean? I messaged him. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but you didn't sing it to me. I can't sing. Okay. I can't sing Happy Birthday. It's it's horrible. You're forgiven. You ever have your birthday in the middle of the week, yeah. and you're just like, oh, I don't even want a birthday because you're like at your day job. Yeah. I tried to keep it a secret from my work because yeah. I just didn't. I don't like people singing to me. So, uh, but, but then they, they found out. Like they they, they infiltrated. Like yeah. one guy had me on Facebook or whatever, and just like. 
saw me. He's like, it's your birthday. And like, uh, didn't yeah. you get Timbits though? Yeah, yeah. Actually, oh, it's from uh, Jeremy you, out there who you met made me that yeah. Timbits. And big shout outs to the real hero of the show, <laughs> fucking Nigel. We're going to have a Nigel episode soon. <laughs> Anything you want to say? Uh, you guys are always uh, some of the best people to come in the bar. Ooh. Ooh. And a lot of people Nigel come to the bar. <laughs> Nigel, frog in my throat. Yeah. <laughs> Nigel smoother than peanut butter. Mm. <laughs> I'm feeling a little crunchy tonight, actually. Oh, he's feeling crunchy. <laughs> so Nigel just brought us around the shots. Um, we're going to end the episode with this, and we're going to celebrate Girth Radio, Sammy Union, Yo. fucking Alyssa, everything you fucking do. Thank you. Um, all the. I was telling some of our other guests tonight, like... That a lot of us creatives sometimes we need a little whooping when it comes to like promotion or like like you got mad at me for business cards and yeah. stuff. But we get so into like our ideas or oh, whatever. Shit, I was supposed to make you business cards. I failed. That's right. You're no. on vacation. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're on, on vacation. vacation. <laughs> but uh, I think but it is an opportunity for you to plug your show. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. What's your show about, Alyssa? Uh, Come on. My show is about. It's called Sweat and Salt. Mm. <laughs> Yo, yes. Yeah. Keep going Go further. <laughs> uh, it's about it's a wellness and female empowerment and what else? Mm, sometimes we talk about sex. Mm. There it is. There it is. Not always. Oh. Not which, always. Is, which is the sweat and which is the salt? salt. Uh. It depends on who I have. On my yeah. show. <laughs> it depends on who I have on my show. Yeah. yeah. It's funny when Sammy always explains your show. Oh, she's got the sex yoga show. Yeah. It's the lemon joke yeah. yeah yeah we do talk about yoga a lot yeah yeah, yeah. it's sammy you've been doing exciting things around here too like yeah the in sessions having like big we, names sam roberts with sam roberts prozac 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 <laughs> they're real prozac? yeah we had prozac in Whoa, here that's yeah exciting uh yeah. they had a recent album launch forever 1999 yeah. and um yeah it was funny because like the pr lady she emailed she's like can we bring in prozac and stuff and i said sure no problem and we booked the date and the time and all that and i got up and i was walking away from the computer and then i went back and i had to email the lady i'm like wait you're bringing in like real people yeah. because you can do stuff now with like a laptop or a computer animation oh, yeah. or like clarify yeah, yeah like, and she's here. like roll back she's like of course I'm bringing real people I'm like okay okay so it was kind of a, it was a semi-legitimate question yeah, yeah was yeah. it kind of heartbroken or heartbreaking that they were actually real people it was cartoons? actually yeah that was actually really what I was emailing him like I wanted to kind of hoping like, to interview a cartoon because yeah, yeah. when are you ever going to interview a cartoon mm -hmm. that's true Yeah. and you told me that and it made me never want to ask the gorillas for an interview <laughs> yeah, it's like oh. keep the, uh, the yeah. keep the, the mystique yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know like like Damon Alburn comes in here like no man go back now get, yeah. the, uh, get the animation Deltron comes yeah. in it's like why aren't you a blue guy yeah. <laughs> I'm like yo man that's not what I signed up for yeah. so yeah so we've been having some fun and then uh, I do another show called My Summer Lair and we've had a couple of cool guests we had Cornel West on uh, that was pretty cool got to talk to that brother a few other really neat people we had some Hot Docs directors as well in so yeah it's, it's like I mean you've had a number of guests here and like when they kind of uh, come in they always kind of see the bar and then they get a beer and it's like it's a t it changes the vibe oh yeah. yeah right it gets shut down once you give them the poutine spring rolls though. yeah <laughs> that sucker's heavy yeah. oh man and even like I'll post like newer episodes and past guests mm -hmm. will type in full caps locks poutine spring rolls <laughs> yeah I'm like you didn't even listen to the episode you're just like yeah girth radio <laughs> like, <laughs> like I mean through the 
real deal. Like, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this has been hard on the ginger chicken. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Uh, what's your... With the chalet sauce, it's delicious. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you guys ever want to try this stuff, come on a Sunday night and say hello to me. Like, heckle me through the window. I'm usually recording a show on here. Oh, just come in through the front door and heckle them, man. Yeah, yeah. Heckle yeah. properly, man. Order some poutine spring rolls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do some sign language with the window there. I love how this is turning to an ad to our wonderful sponsor, the Pacific Junction Hotel. Always accommodating. Yeah, shout out to Alex for letting us do all this stuff. Yes, yes. Big thanks to Alex. Um, I don't think Alex like really knows me. It's like we always see each other and it's kind of a wave and you're like, oh, you know Alex? And like I always see him like sometimes he's in here on a Sunday, but he's like with a group of people and I don't want to like just cut in his conversation. But I've always, I don't know if Alex listens to any of these shows, but I always wanted to let him know like I really respect him for building this and this is actually my favorite thing to do in my life right now, like doing this podcast. He, he ha- he's having a lot of fun with all of this. Like when we're bringing in bands, when we're doing all different shows he likes meeting some of the different characters and stuff like this and like yeah yeah like he he's on the peripheral but he's digging it like he's having a good time you know what i mean like you're still at the party even if you're just chilling in the corner mashing back the chips yeah right <laughs> yeah <laughs> they they actually there a few times when i first started recording because i usually only record women they're like who are you bringing in today yeah 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 they're like yeah she's an aerial teacher really <laughs> is she, will she be wearing her Lululemon. Yes. No, we don't actually walk around in wearing yoga clothes. Okay. Don't ruin the illusion. Wait, 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 wait. Yo, are those the posers who walk around like that? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like you either wear it for a class or you wear it because it's comfortable and you don't want to wear jogging pants. Okay. Yeah, or pants fair, at yeah. all. Pants are yeah. terrible. Pants are terrible. Down with the pants. Yeah, so Jenny, his whole uh, thing is like he's... His whole marketing is all against yeah, pants. pants? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, for example, like, he was doing all this stuff around, like, mu- Canadian Music Week. Yeah. And all his social media, like, when he's promoting a show, yeah. it was hashtag pantsworthy oh. to get you out of the house. Yeah. And uh, like even, it. like, we went and saw the movie Logan. Yeah. And at the end of the night, he's, like, dead serious. Like, this is not a gimmick. This is his full-on brand and personality. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, like, thanks for, like, getting me out and... Letting me put on pants tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. No, like, dude, like the struggle is real. You see, like, yeah. the woman knows, man. Yeah, Down yeah. with pants. <laughs> it's like, why bother? Uh, yeah, man. It's not fun, pants. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I also like wanted to say about Alex too. It's like, it's a a beautiful thing that he kind of created the space and had somebody he trusts like you kind of run it but then it's just like okay creatives go wild do whatever I don't care and then like the few times he has came by and I had a small talk with him he's always like oh make sure you get a drink make sure you do this make sure you guys are taken care of make sure your guest is good yeah and just like I don't know it's I feel like a lot of artists like kind of need that push too it's a weird thing because it's like when you come and you do something like this with Girth Radio, you realize how much freedom and independence you have, right? Mm-hmm. We were even just talking about off-air, just the fact that you can talk about different topics. Like Alyssa has some female uh, topics and women's issues and things. Like <laughs> yeah. I talk about lady things. Yeah. La- lady, lady parts. And, lady problems. Uh, <laughs> lady problems and like... I got to say masturbate in one of my episodes. What? Yeah. So, so R-rated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kick her off the network. Yeah, that's uh, a little too spicy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But that's the beauty of something like just having the freedom and independence, which you wouldn't get if you were working at the CBC or like other different networks and stuff. They might say, no, we don't want to do this topic or we don't want to talk to this person. And like, we have a lot of freedom. And Alex <coughs> recognizes that to his credit. Like, and he's also, I mean, you see that too with the staff too. Like, the staff is a lot, there's really cool people. They're fucking happy to serve you a beer here. Yeah. Like, the staff is having a good time. They're playing their jams. Yeah. I come in. Sometimes I'm like tired before I do a podcast. I'm like, oh, I don't even want to do an interview today and I walk in this door and there's like Emery jumping around Nigel like laughing yeah. and Kayla like giving me a hug and yeah. they're just like yeah we're working <laughs> I'm like wow this is a beautiful place and That's you just that the vibe's infectious too even like if you come here for a beer or whatever I notice people are like this is a fucking cool place yeah me. shout out to Kayla remember when we were uh, you and I were sitting and there was a table in the corner there yeah, and then yeah. I, I mentioned to you it was like there was a pretty girl just sitting in the corner there just like in a sweater and it was kind of like it was a colder day and I was like it's kind of weird that this girl would put on pants and like come to a bar by herself yeah yeah of... just by herself oh this yeah. is the best story yeah. ever and then there was a dude that was sitting at the table behind her and he was kind of texting or whatever and she was texting or whatever I pointed out the girl to Sean and we're like whatever and Sean and I were just kind of just sitting there and having some drinks and uh, Lisa came by later too and like so we were just kind of talking whatever and then the, a few minutes later the girl turned to the dude behind her and the dude turned behind him, her and then they were like oh it's you it's you and they had been texting each other and they had oh. sat in the wrong spot so it was a Tinder Whoa. meeting yeah and, okay yeah yeah and they're like hi my name's whatever and she's like my name's whatever and then they sat down at the table and then I was like Sean and I are like what yo and then but I, they, they didn't know we were watching them throughout oh, the night. Yeah. No. So okay. throughout the night, like Sammy, he starts going to the jukebox and just putting super romantic music. Oh. He's being going the t- wow. Yeah, 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 she's like leaning oh, forward and playing with her hair and he's laughing and they're like oh the body language is all like positive. So I'm like, Sean, we gotta like help yeah. them out. Yeah, like, be Cupid. Yeah. And then for like the next three hours we were just <laughs> Tinder shamans and they didn't even know it was going on. <laughs> we're going to the jukebox, like I put on Careless Whisper, you put yeah. on Let's get it on. But yeah, let's Kayla, get on. the bartender, she's like, "This is so cute." Yeah. She comes by with a couple free shots. And yeah, like, like, yeah, oh, we basically yeah, scored their whole world. like first date. Wow. So if they ever get play that Ed Sheeran song, the one with the dancing. Oh, oh yeah, uh, thinking out loud or thinking yeah. about you. Thinking or, about you. Yeah, yeah Spice Girls two become one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we did. We're like, what yeah. is their what's their Yo. wedding song we, gonna be? We <laughs> ran out of songs. <laughs> like, I, know. I spent a hundred bucks in that jukebox, but it was worth it. Yeah, but even. Like that happens here too. The other bartender, Dell, he was. Yeah, there was, was like uh, somebody that. was sitting at the bar. It was just a dude, and then I guess he was meeting some friends, and so they were just waiting. And then there was another girl that was like, uh, just kind of just chilling. And both of them were just regulars. And Dell said, "By the way, do you guys know each other?" And they're like, "No." And then so he just kind of introduced him, and he just gave him some shots. And then that was kind of it. And it was just kind of was a busy day, and so Dell just kind of went and started serving other customers. That couple came in a year later, and like, Dell, do you remember us? And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you guys haven't been here." for a little while I was like yeah you introduced us that one night and we got together and like we've been together for it's been a whole year and this is our one year anniversary and we were out to dinner aww that's so sweet yeah Yeah, so it's like yeah come for the poutine spring rolls and the romance yeah (laughs) it's beautiful and to heckle me too oh and heckle you too it's a full agenda yeah actually yeah 
I don't think I've told you this, but you know the window right here? Mm-hmm. Like, so we're like kind of by King and Sherbourne, and even though like this is a beautiful establishment, if you go a little north on Sherbourne, it gets a little sketchy. Yeah. There was like one crackhead lady just mid-show, like hitting the window, <laughs> and then we started like fucking like ripping on her, and then we noticed she could hear us through the window, oh, no. and she was like threatening to stab my guests and everything, <laughs> and, and, but it sounds like a bad time, but it was like probably one of the most fun we had in here. <laughs> so you you do get heckled. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Even, like, sometimes by this window. This window's amazing, by the way. There's a couple in the bar. I think they just met. And it's, like, it was almost like these people who were, like, friends for, like, years but never, like, crossed the sexual line. Yeah. Because that was, there was, like, one of the most violent makeouts going on right <laughs> at this. And then just yeah. me and all my guests, like, we stopped whatever we were talking about yeah. and just fucking live commentated. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, uh, were you in the creative process of how this area got built as well like with the window or did that just was that an so, alex thing um so alex um would this used to be where were, the studio where we we're at used to be an actual like kind of booth where people would come and have nachos and kind of hang out and stuff like this and so um they decided it was kind of raised up as you can kind of see here and um so uh, alex had uh, there's a company next door called eggplant music and they have a guy there who designs studios and so he came in and he that's his that's what he does for a living and so i've never designed a studio i didn't know anything about studios so he's just like we're gonna put the speakers here we're gonna do this here i'm like well, that looks good so that was the extent of my like so i got to see it in different phases <laughs> i met with alex in february of 2014 and uh he started then kind of uh once he kind of once i was kind of on board and he knew that there was somebody to kind of help out and like figure this stuff out uh the studio was built he started building the studio and it was done by june of 2014 and uh but i mean i don't have any actual like this is fine i guess like no it's cool because it's like uh almost reminds me of a mini much music with the window Mm. here and people can see you doing stuff and i've noticed like just even on my first episode like i have no fan base or whatever and somebody came by and saw me doing an interview and just started taking pictures i'm just like oh what the fuck is this? yeah i'm like i guess this is happening now and like it happens because people come into the bar and they see people being interviewed and they don't know who the person is yeah. but they're they assume they're famous yeah because yeah, yeah. you're sitting down and you're doing the thing and then it's like it surprises people especially if they don't know yeah. we were doing all this right so it's like that guy's got to be somebody or i've seen that girl from somewhere right like yeah, yeah, yeah you can see them kind of like working it through you had a cool moment with uh your show you were telling me about the finger 11 one where it was the opposite where people were upstairs and they yeah. started playing and they came to you or something and they no, were like oh was, this, they sound like finger 11 yeah, it's like yeah. yo it is finger 11 <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> right right before finger 11 started uh the doors opened up and it was just like parade of like young girls young executive girls or whatever about 15 girls just all pow pow just come in and then they all just went right upstairs just w- like a whole train of them pa-pow, pa-pow. Pa-pow, pa-pow. all of them <laughs> and they just went like whoa that was so random and they went upstairs and they were just playing pool and just hanging out and whatever finger 11 come and then they set up and then they're playing into the bar all the bands that we bring in they play into the bar Alyssa does a great job with Facebook Live in them. Killing it. Killing it. And uh, so one of the girls from the party, she came downstairs to the bar and she went to, actually Dell was working and she went up to Dell and she's like, man, that band sounds exactly like Finger Eleven. And Dell's like, that's because they are. <laughs> and he pointed to the window and she turned she's like, oh! And she ran upstairs and she got all that whole pa 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 group and they all came and they just lined up like Beatle Minions. Like, woo! 
<laughs> and they're all screaming and they demanded an encore and like yeah and finger 11 was like they got a beer and they were like hanging out and all these like pals like yelling at them <laughs> uh, and they were like this happens all the time i'm like yep yeah welcome so, welcome yeah yeah and even when you had sam roberts in here too like i noticed he was having a great time because it wasn't like overwhelming and it was cool how you caught him like to do a set here and it wasn't like super advertised yeah like, right before he rocked the acc right it's super intimate and a couple people like fans were here and he went to every fucking table and shook everybody yeah he's posed for photos and stuff like that yeah. yeah it's one of the things where like it's um like going back to the finger 11 for example right the guy that brought them uh, mike rice who does a lot of stuff with us shout out to mike rice he he said look they would they had been doing a day of full of press they were doing a bunch of interviews and stuff like that and he's like look sammy works out of a bar and if you guys behave yourself i will give you a beer sammy will give you a beer and it'll be like your reward <laughs> so he's like go do all these other interviews and be witty and charming in the interviews and you'll get a beer oh that's I'm, amazing i didn't know that layer of the story yeah so when they came in i said to mike i'm like have they been good he's like yep i'm like <laughs> <laughs> they get their beer sam's like okay daddy yeah <laughs> so that's it and it's like that's the thing we can kind of do because a lot of bands like sam roberts and finger 11 they're used to like cbc or much music back in the day or like those kind of things and it's a very structured interview you kind of come in you do it you leave you don't really have any fan or interaction mm-hmm. nothing like that it's kind of almost like they just kind of go through the motions mm-hmm. right yeah. here they get like they like you said Sean like you come in you feel the energy there's all these people here you get a beer the staff is like all excited yeah. and like and I find like the style of interviews we provide too are like unconventional like they're used to like going to like a television and no yeah. I can't say this yeah. and that yeah. and where it just kind of turns into a, a natural fun conversation yeah like with Finger 11 when they came in they, like I said, they've been doing a day full of press, and so they're big Star Wars fans. So the first question I asked them after they had their beer was like, "So you guys excited for all the new Star Wars movies?" And I'm like, "What?" Yeah, like, it's like, "Let's talk, buddy." Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like they get to have a beer and just talk about Star Wars, and it's like none. Of, everyone else is just asking about new album, new music, or whatever. Yeah, and we'll, same shit over and over. Yeah, and, over and, and over. we look the nowadays too, right? Like people have Twitter and social media and stuff. Yeah. So if you want to know when a new album or new movie or new yeah. book is coming out or is out or whatever, mm. just follow the person on the social media media whatever right like but let's get into like the more fun stuff and kind of like see where this goes yeah and yeah. see the human side of yeah. everybody and mm-hmm. yeah it's awesome so anything you guys want to say before we wrap up the clusterfuck illuminati meeting podcast <laughs> orgy inception i don't know i don't think Alyssa said, shared enough about her stories and like yeah, I, uh, I don't really have a lot of stories you got My, sexy ones no i don't mm-hmm. uh, although I, de- <laughs> I have had a friend listen to my podcast and say so why why do you turn on your sexy voice? I'm like, I don't no. have a sexy voice. No. <laughs> like, no, you do. I'm like, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. You do have a bit of a radio voice, though, and it does come off sexy. Listening uh, to I don't know. Nice. I just sound like me. <laughs> Listen to no. episode one of Sweat and Salt. <laughs> sweat and Salt. Mm, sweat and Salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, sweat. it was hard trying to come up with like a, like a female-oriented name under girth radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I I never even thought of that. That's amazing. Yeah. How do I create a female space under girth radio? Yeah. Like, hmm. It's always interesting when someone says girth. I'm like, yes, like thick. Like thick? Mm. Girth. And they're like, yeah. oh, yeah. 
Sammy, did you come up with the tagline, it's bigger than you think? We did come up with the tagline, it's bigger than you think. <laughs> when you go on the website, it's bigger. <laughs> we decided to play into it. But it, it's funny because it's like the with the girth name, some people do kind of like, they think of like a big belly or something like that. Kind of like mm. she was saying, like kind of thicker or fat or whatever. But then other people go right to like dirty ass. Oh, yeah. I find that more often. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's kind of interesting when you're talking to somebody, whether what spectrum they're on. Like you kind of. Good judge of. Yeah. Like, especially the, the people that go right to dirty app, we like those people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those right are like, in. yeah. Yeah, the, the battle rapper I had mm. on the show, too, he's like, yo, I'd rep a girth shirt as I perform. And shit. Like, yeah. like, he went right there. Yeah, yeah. dirty app. Like, this yeah. is greasy here. Yeah. <laughs> but I had a, a, a woman recently tell me, she's like, girth in the radio, what a great name. It's so memorable. I'm like, oh. So she it's didn't go. Yeah. too. Yeah, yeah she it's didn't. Different. Yeah, so it's like, it'll surprise you sometimes. Like, yeah, you normally expect, like you were saying, Alyssa, like some women would be like, oh, that's a little spicy, like Girth Radio, and like, yeah. uh, I can't really Aggressive. go down. Yeah, I yeah. can't go down that road. But then this woman was like, I really like the name. I think it's a great name. It's memorable. I was like, oh, okay. So that's yeah. the way it goes. It all, it, it depends. Like, from what, my last show that I just recorded, it was a show on failure. Mm-hmm. So I had, uh, he was an artist, um, like a musician, and we both talked about our failures. But what's interesting is that I actually shared my failure, my most recent failure. And usually when I'm interviewing someone and editing it, I take out all of my shares oh, in the really? conversation oh. I do. Wow. I take out all of my shares, but I'm like, I will keep this one in. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes yeah. the dynamics something special, too. Yeah. And you got to think, too, like... I'm the same way where I do interviews and I'm like, okay, it's all about the other person. Mm-hmm. But then I notice like I'll get emails from people and something I said and I didn't overthink and somebody will send me a message and like, oh yeah, that little comment you said about like getting out there or just for an example and just doing your passion or whatever. Oh, that really inspired me today too. So I wouldn't chop yourself out too much when you're in the heat of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still new at this, so it's a yeah, yeah. It's a learning process. But you're good me. at it. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I love how Sammy like forces people to do shows too, and they're amazing. At it. Yeah, yeah. I, it's almost like you see something in them. And yeah. yeah, that's basically it. But I mean, that's what this environment is good for, is because it's like because Alex is so hands off, and I'm very much same way. Which is like, like you were just saying, Alyssa, about failure. It's like just go try it, experiment, and then kind of see what works or what doesn't work. And like, you know what I mean? Like your show might end up changing a little bit more, and you might drop some of the yoga stuff and just kind of focus more on women empowerment or like you have the room and the creative freedom to do that here so why not use that as much as possible mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing it i think we should take a shot on that all right yeah. thanks for everything sammy yo thank you guys man thanks sean for all the work you do cheers. man yeah. and, and big th- cheers to jenny first podcast you oh, fucking yeah. murdered this yo. Yeah. welcome to the party yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, smooth Live from the center of the earth, Girth. I've been an illest out of statin. I took a break and now what happened? I'm doing more than you'd imagine. I'm moving forward, you relaxing. I'm moving forward, you've been backing. They ruined for me through the action, but everyone fucking was saucer. Tell me what happened when I needed money to spit, cause now everyone fucking was saucer. That was right after these niggas found out I'm legit and I'm back. And they see what I'm about. Eddie beating all the doubt. Man, I promise, no more sleeping on the couch. No more needing nothing else. A nigga been good, but they been leeching off the clout. Steady reaching for the clout. And they don't wanna help a nigga out for a second or a minute. When I'm in it, you gon' need another route. <laughs> 
Flow feeling sick of this syphilis Boy on the road steady whipping it Hands on the wheel while I hand on my dick And I thought she was innocent Fuck it, I'm in it, wait, I'm in the zone They never look for my benefit Never took a nigga serious Don't need no hoes My shorty been better than all of these bitches There's no competition I'm feeling like I'm a ventriloquist Controlling these niggas and bitches As simple as putting these verses and lyrics in I belong in the tip of the pyramid Yeah, they want me to ruin it all They want me to guard and ball And a lot of them want me to fall But I don't give a fuck about y'all yeah, they wonder how I get it, wonder how I get it I've been unapologetic, unapologetic I've been all about my business, all about my business Everywhere I go from start to finish, homie, watch and listen Yeah, they wonder how I get it, yeah, they wonder how I get it Unapologetic, yeah, they wonder how I get it Yeah, they wonder how I get it, unapologetic I've been all about the business, yeah, they wonder how I get it Unapologetic, I've been unapologetic, I've been unapologetic NASCAR driving, a nigga pulling in them racks, start smiling. A nigga pull up in the track, start wilding. And everybody wanna act non violent. I was never in it for the stunt, all the hoes used to front. See a nigga when he's back, start styling. I like girls when they act all silent. And white girls back to back on hollering. Oh yeah, when it come to business, know your role, know your role, yeah. When I'm on my shit, I lose control, lose control, yeah. All that fake shit is getting old, getting old, yeah. You ready, know, yeah. Duh, stacking, I'm stacking, I'm stacking, I'm stacking. Everyone asking what happened. Niggas ain't think that the boy would do shit with the rapping. All the same niggas been slacking. All of the people that claimed that I wouldn't be shit ended up trying to come back. And it's love it, they hate it. But boy been the greatest. A lot of the fakes, a natural reaction. They can move back. Tell them move back. The kid only fuck with true facts. Tell them true that. That's why them bitches need to move back. Tell them move back. Cause they ain't fuck with me before. But nowadays they be like, who that? Salsa. Yeah, they wonder how I get it, wonder how I get it. I've been unapologetic, unapologetic. I've been all about my business, all about my business. Everywhere I go from start to finish, homie, watch and listen. Yeah, they wonder how I get it, yeah, they wonder how I get it, unapologetic. Yeah, they wonder how I get it, yeah, they wonder how I get it, unapologetic. I've been all about the business, yeah, they wonder how I get it, unapologetic. I've been unapologetic, I've been unapologetic. Yeah.